Hello, everybody, and welcome to our channel. We're offended, you're offended. I'm Cam. <laughs> wow. <laughs> See, this is. You're offended, or fuck balls. And this is what happens when I have him sitting right next to me. <laughs> All right, fine. You do the intro. My master. <laughs> sound check? Yeah, I sound checked already. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. Oh. <laughs> we're live <laughs> from San Francisco, where Alto is hurting himself. We're not actually in San Francisco. Fuck that shithole. It just made me think of uh, Full House. Wake up, San Francisco. <laughs> Ow, my foot. Okay. <laughs> All, right. All right. Let's get this absolute dog shit of an idea off um okay so uh what we're offended you're offended episode Bobby um, number 12 okay Wait, uh, yeah yeah something like that um <laughs> i guess uh well i guess some big stories that have been coming out um i guess in terms of defunding the police in canada and a lot of election stuff is coming out so that sounds like a lot of fun a lot of uh Canada is actually on fire right now, and we're trying to, you know, hold an election while we have hundreds of people in BC and Ontario and Manitoba fighting forest fires. Actually, an election that's going to be going on right away? It's already been called. Seriously? And what's, yeah. what is the election for? A federal election. Which is, okay, I'm, I'm five. I know nothing about politics because I'm awesome like that. So the federal election, so provincial, that would be like um, our Pallister. So federal is that Trudeau. Yeah. Bye, yeah. bitch. Bye, Felicia. Okay, let's do this shit. Let's get him out. Okay, well, let, before we get too far in, uh, in all that stuff, um, we have a, a returning guest. Jimmy! <laughs> Jimmy Jets. Hello, hello, my, my name is Jimmy Jet. I'm, uh, I'm here to, to talk about stuff. <laughs> How's it going, Jimmy? Pretty good. Okay, cool. Um, all right, so let's get some things out of the way. Uh, you can follow us on Rumble, on YouTube, uh, uh, Grinder, Pornhub. Um, <laughs> what else are we on? Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Anchor, Spotify, I think you said already. Um, I know we're on a bunch of other things. Google Podcast, I think Apple Podcast as well. We're kind of all over the place. So we're trying to come at you from every single angle. We're trying to stalk you because, you know, that's how I do. Well, if there's anything that I've been good at is stalking people. <laughs> that's all right. I do in, in my, uh, my off time. <laughs> um, support us or our shitty little uh, chit show, chit chit in uh, on PayPal. Um, link will always be in the description if you uh, want to donate or whatever. Uh, like, subscribe, comment, tell us what you want to hear. Tell us what you want to hear us bitch about. That's always fun. Yeah, I agree. All right, so whenever um, Jimmy Jets uh, gets back, um, you know the the pleasures of doing an online show. Um, okay, let's, uh, let's, uh, kick this pig. All right, we got all our introductions out of the way. Oh, I guess. We actually, I'm, I'm Tyler. That's Kim. That's Kim. She's over there. Yeah, and I'm he's there. over there. Yeah, over there. Over there. 
<laughs> and uh, Jimmy Jets, whenever he shows up, uh, he'll, he'll, he'll say something. Jimmy. Okay. okay, so I guess starting with this first article, it came from CTV News. And it is titled as a video of a Manitoba RCMP who appears to be kneeling on a man's neck prompts an investigation. How long ago was this? Uh, August 12th. Are you shitting me? What? You're cutting in and out again. I'm not doing that. I said, are you shitting me? There's another man kneeling on someone's neck again? Well, okay. So, I'm, I'm, not, a, I'm not a combat expert, but I've heard from other combat experts that the knee on the neck doesn't actually, doesn't do what was reported to have happened in terms of with the George Floyd thing. Okay, but, um, so I clicked on your link here, and I'm looking just at a still of this picture. Are they, like, okay, and this is why we need a cop on the show. <laughs> but, uh, no, okay. <laughs> but, when you see someone kneeling on a neck, to me that doesn't seem right. I can understand their knee being on their, like, in between their shoulder blades, like further down, but directly on the neck like that, that is so dangerous. Like, how is that even okay? Well, so, okay, ladies, I don't want to hear what these people have to say, really. Um, I just want to see the, so the video. Okay, so I guess in 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 this video, it, it looks like the cop is kind of on the guy like the bottom of their their head, onto their neck and then back a little bit. Um. Okay, so whatever. So it the the article says so an investigation is being launched after video was played in a trial which shows an RCMP officer who appears to be kneeling on a man's neck as he screams he can't breathe. The case the case stems from an arrest from more than two years ago outside Winnipeg's James Richardson International Airport. Officers were responding to a report of an assault involving an intoxicated man on the night of August first last year, two thousand nineteen. Now the accused, a forty-two year old man uh, from Alberta, is arguing his charter rights were breached due to excessive use of force. Uh, the video was presented as evidence in the in the court case. Uh, one of two videos played in the trial at the Manitoba Law Courts in nearly five minute long cell phone video captured by a father or by the the um, defendants or I guess the accused father. One of the officers appeared to be kneeling on his son's neck while uh, the guy was screaming he can't breathe. And the officer says, "You're breathing." An officer can be heard yelling in the video, "When you're talking, you're breathing." <laughs> I'm sorry. What a fucking smartass. Oh, my God. Well, okay. So I, I, we don't need to go too much further into it. So the, the thing with the, the George Floyd thing, I don't know. I'm, I wouldn't say that I'm totally convinced that the, the officer in Minneapolis was completely guilty. Maybe some things in terms of training or maybe some things in terms of protocols were maybe overlooked but like i don't know for whoever watched the the trials i guess oh, son of a bitch i just papers all over the floor um but in terms of like seeing the 
the the court case with uh, um, with the officer from Minneapolis and and uh, George Floyd. Uh, I don't know the the reports and the, the even the some of the videos they were showing of George Floyd even before this incident happened that unfortunately ended his life. He uh, he the guy did the same thing. He would keep saying, "I can't breathe, I can't breathe, I can't breathe." He kept saying the same stuff. And then cops would kind of take pity on him, and then they'd, uh, you know, they'd loosen up, and he'd be fighting. You know, it, I don't like. We're we're all outside observers, first and foremost. We're we're not in like I would say probably ninety five percent of us aren't caught, and most situations, most of us would probably do ten times worse than what the officers are trained to do, and I think. I think policing is a super hard job. Right, Kim? Yes, I would agree with that. I it, oh, I was watching that video. That video just made me extremely angry. Why? I'm sorry, I can't hear you while you're talking on the ground. <laughs> Hands up, don't shoot. Right? Um, okay, so why? Well, for... For one, like, okay, it, it starts off for showing, like, the cop kneeling on the guy's neck. And you can actively see as he's sitting, like, on top of him, like, God, I wish y'all could see me right now. But as his knee is on top of his neck, he's leaning forward and then lean forward. And the guy is saying, like, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. And the guy's leaning forward, like, leaning more on his neck. And then, of course, makes that dumbass comment, well, if you're talking, you can breathe, which, okay, like, as is, is laughable as that is, like, that just makes me want to punch him in the head. Like, that was just such a smart-ass remark. And not even just that, the guy, I don't know what their conversation was, because uh, I had, okay, but I don't know what their conversation was because I had it on mute while I'm watching this and listening to you talk or the sound off, whatever. But the thing is, the guy, yeah, he's looking at the cop, he says something, and then you have three cops jump on him and started attacking him. Like, he did not use any force. He was standing there. He didn't start resisting. He didn't start doing anything. And three of them went on top of him. That is not okay. If the guy was resisting, trying to run, whatever, but if he's just flipping his mouth off, really? That gives the cops a right to beat the shit out of him? Well, okay, so in most situations, um, actually, I think uh, Donut Operator, I think he's an, an amazing ambassador for police because he was a police officer and he ended up leaving the force. Yes, so, which is somebody that I've seen some videos and have a little more understanding about cops from him and why they mm -hmm. do certain things, why the, you know, the tasers, all that other kind of jazz. But I, I mean, that... That was really not okay. And I don't think even the donut operator, I'm pretty sure that he wouldn't um, cheer on someone beating up another guy and putting him to the ground just for flipping his mouth off. No, I, I, I don't. I don't. Well, I don't know. When someone, because I think when someone is finally, there's a difference between, from being detained and being arrested. When you're detained, as officers say, you know, we're, we're investigating the situation right now. You're not free to leave. Sorry, just hit my mic. Um, but if 
if the officer is now saying you are under arrest, so if this guy was involved in in an in an assault, well, they're saying that he was it was allegedly a assaulting yeah an assault involving an intoxicated man. So I'm assuming this guy got in a fight with someone. He was drunk. Excuse me, and uh, so I assume he was already getting arrested. Whether like I don't know. I think there's di- there's different levels to fighting with police like there is like passive uh resistance where you just you go limp or you don't move you don't comply i don't know see like i've heard from like mma fighters that you know the knee on the neck it's uncomfortable it's painful but it's not going to kill you and these are guys like they're they're trained in this type of stuff that's the thing though is yes they are trained in that sort of thing i I mean (sighs) Watching that cop, the way that he kept leaning on him more and more. Now, the thing is, when you're watching this video, um, I did send Jimmy the link to it so he could watch it as well. But when you watch this video, it goes in different parts. Like at one part, you see them on the neck. Then the next part, you see the guy, which looked like he was like flipping off or whatever. Hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Then the next part, you see him, which looks like he's just flipping one of the cops off. And then they, the three of them tackle him. Then you see another part. I'm not trying to flip you off here. And then you see another part where he's standing there and you see him kick his leg at one of the cops. Okay. So then the detainee had kicked one of the cops. Okay. But that wasn't in the same shot. Then there's another shot where they're pulling him out of a car and one of the cops is being quite rough, but you can see his legs are out because he refuses to get out of the car and they're going in after him. So this video that we're seeing in this article is literally bits and pieces. We're not seeing from the beginning to the end. So I don't know. I honestly, now I can't make a conclusion because it's too choppy. It's all over the place. Well, and that's, that's the, 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 sorry. Uh, that's the, the shitty thing with uh, these kind of like news articles and these kind of things like they they'll only show you the juicy bits. I'm sure if they showed the entire thing, like what you're seeing, like you could see when he initially starts. What? Sorry. Um, can you check something on your end? Because Jimmy has been trying to talk, but we can't hear him. He says he might be muted on our end. No. Uh. Did you invite him to speak? Yeah, that's why he's up here. Uh, maybe boot him and reinvite him. Um. Okay. Well. Uh. Okay. Oh. Uh. Okay. So I I invited him back. Um. But but so you're. Can you talk now, Jimmy? Can you hear me? Yay! There, there you are. <laughs> okay, now we're in business. Okay, so in in terms of when I'm looking at this video, you could see before the they're actually trying to grab or I guess trying to detain the guy. You can see at um, I think it was like 145 or 147, maybe a little bit longer than that, but you could. One officer has him kind of from behind, and you could another off. You can it's it's like a split second. You see, he goes forward, another cop, 
and I know it's probably really cool how I'm around my microphone, but you can see him kind of jerk forward. Maybe it was the cop behind him was trying to do something. I don't know, but that's what it looked looked like. He was trying to jump or jerk towards another officer, and then he the officer grabs him, puts him down on the ground. But yeah, I, I don't, I can't see the the entire video. So yeah, they're gonna chop it up and make it look like the cops are just absolute assholes. I don't, I don't know. But I, I do know cops have big egos. They got really big egos. Oh, especially the ones in freaking Winnipeg, that's for sure. Well, that's RCMP. Well, is this an RCMP that we're talking? Oh, it is too, an RCMP. Well, yeah. I, I, I don't know too many RCMP officers personally. Um, but there are, I, I've heard stories about um, Winnipeg police. Again, this isn't all of them. I've also met some really awesome guys who are not like this, but... Cruiser? Oh, did that not come through? I said at the back of a cruiser. <laughs> well, yeah. Obviously. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, mute your head. Okay. I'm, I keep trying, but I go to speak and then you belch because it's super attractive. <laughs> That's so hot. Um, okay, but so, yeah, in... In looking at this video, I don't know. See, and that like that's it's such a hard thing to say. Like to give my my armchair quarterback and uninformed. So I put my two cents in. You ever? So I'm reading another article right now since we're on this topic, and you know since the George Floyd thing happened um, in Minneapolis, and they did. They did a what? I beg your pardon? Can you hear me? Yeah. I don't know if I'm coming in and out because I'm on a Wi-Fi. So. Yeah, I heard, I heard you were looking at another video or another article about it after the George Floyd thing, and then you stopped. Okay, so since 2015, there's been 237 times during a span in which the neck has been restrained by someone's knee. Okay, so 237? Wow. But it, since 2015? That's like, what, maybe 15 times out of how many millions of interactions a year? Right, so out of 237 times, 16% of the suspect that had that happen lost consciousness. Okay, lost consciousness, okay. Okay, so... For, for that statistic right there, I mean, it might be that the length of time and the amount of pressure being put on the individual at the time is the issue. Right. Yeah, which I guess in terms of like the George Floyd thing was he was already hopped up on, on ecstasy. He, he, was already, he was already going downhill because of his fentanyl and everything. Yeah. So yeah. he was already on his way out. The next thing just didn't help. Yeah, yeah, and that's always kind of been the the argument was did the the officer kind of help it along and you know in another situation where he possibly may not have died, but well, he was already under the lethal amount of fentanyl, so we can't say there's already. I mean, that's a whole another topic about yeah. the the fund police because that that subject right there, there's already been two examiners say two different things, so we we don't want to get into that. Yeah, yeah, and it's very diverging. Uh, Right. Yeah. 
But well, you were along with a couple episodes ago with the conspiracy stuff. So yeah. <laughs> with uh, with this video that we're watching, um, I'll try to put it the link for it in the description box uh, when I post this. But like the the officer had made a comment in the video that he was kneeling between his shoulder blades, which in this video you can clearly see he's not like it shows it from different angles he is clearly on the guy's neck there's no shoulder blades at all so i think that if you're clearly using the tactic <laughs> um that you're supposed to use during that type of restraining and when you're placing your neck on an individual's neck um i don't think it's actually supposed to be on the side of the neck where you're you're reducing the amount of blood pressure or blood that's going to the brain. I believe it's supposed to be on the back of the neck, on the spine itself, on the cervical spine. Yeah, which would make sense for it to be in between the shoulder blades, not on the neck. Because even, um, I almost called you your game name again. I'm so used to calling you your game name. Um, (laughs) Even when Tyler showed me like pressure points and stuff like that, like in your neck, like there's a certain spot in your neck that if you just, (laughs) this is how we do, uh, that if you just put pressure, like it'll make a person pass out, like it's restricting the blood flow. Absolutely. That's like choking them. Yeah. 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 Yeah, So uh, I don't know. I I would, I I haven't watched or I haven't been following this all this close in terms of like the, you know, the national attention that the George Floyd thing got. But uh, I don't know. Like, I'm always, I kind of come from the side of the cops already have a hard enough job as it is. It's an impossibly hard job. And, you know, I, I remember seeing there was a, oh, I think it was a pastor. I'm sure, I'm sure video of a pastor saying, oh, you know, he was criticizing criticizing the police and, and this type of stuff and saying that, well, you know, cops suck at their job or whatever. But, um, so I guess they ended up putting him through some training and they were, you know, giving him different scenarios. So it was like, you know, he had, had a, like a toy gun and he was following one perp and the perpetrator ends up going around the back of a car and the guy's saying, you know, stop, stop, where are you going? You can't leave. And the guy breaks line of contact or line of sight with the guy's hands. The guy turns around, back around from the car, bang, bang, guy's dead. Like the officer, the, 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 the critic playing officer. And so, you know, they said, well, okay, well, this is why you screwed up. This, this, this. These are the procedures and these are the things that you did wrong that ultimately would involve and it would have resulted in you dying. And okay. And then the next time a perpetrator is walking towards him and the guy's saying, stop, don't move, don't move. And he has his gun at low ready and the guy keeps getting closer. He raises his arm and shoots him, this officer. And so the the instructor's like, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? Why'd you just shoot the guy? Why'd you shoot him? He wasn't hurting you. Why, why'd you do that? He said, well, he was approaching. He started coming up with excuses. Well, he was, uh, he was approaching me. He was a threat. He was da, 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 da. And after that, he's, he completely flipped. He's like, okay, I understand now. Like they are making decisions in seconds, not even seconds, less than a second in some situations, especially. Yeah, I watched that, I watched that same thing. Yeah. And so you, it was a real big eye opener. Like it, it actually, 
even worked with me to say, okay, like I understand more. So that's why like split second. It's split second decisions. Yeah. It's whether you go or not. You know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of that one video that we were watching when I went on the road with you. And it was remember it was that train station where they had people that went into the this the thing. Mm. They were going for like an interview or something. And then they would Oh, okay. I just have to go someplace. Can you just watch this thing? It should be fine. If this happens, just hit this button, but it should be fine. And then they'd leave them alone. And then on the screen, they would actually act out. They put a fake feed, obviously, and it looked like somebody was going to die. There was either the train was either going to go towards one person or it was going to go to multiple people. And you had to make that decision. So I, uh, to, to give a better example. So people, it was always the. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 but I'm, I'm trying to explain it because you just saying a train on whatever. So the, the it was the a trying to create a real world situation of like the train track uh, like phenomena or train track dilemma. You know, would you would you do nothing and let a train kill five people or would you actively switch the track so the train would kill one person? So it, you know, ultimately the decision is if you do nothing, this series of events will continue to happen. But if you influence it, so now you're making the decision to kill one person in order to kill or not kill five. And that's actually some things that they're working with, uh, with smart cars is they're trying to almost prioritize in a, in a no good choice situation. Like, do you kill a child or do you kill, you know, a group of teens crossing a road? And it's, it was that kind of situation. So just quite, it was quite the video. Like it was quite surprising to see people's reactions and what they did, how many people actually just froze and just let the thing kill so many people because they didn't want to make that choice. Like that, the thought of making that choice and potentially killing one person was too much for them to handle and just let Mm -hmm the five die like it was quite interesting and just you talking about this video how they kind of hypothetically okay this guy who's ragging on cops okay well you're going to play the cop we're going to act this out and just kind of you you realize like your impact and that exactly that less than a split second decision you got to make well and, and in terms of seeing like like the stuff that like donut operator like that he uh that he uh gives commentary on he tries to give, you know, the side from the others, you know, on the other side of the badge, so to speak. And he'll show videos like, and you'll see like in some of them, he'll say like, you know, um, like there was a, a video where this lady was getting all pissed off because her car was reported stolen and the cops were trying to sort it out. And he kept saying, this guy is standing here with his hands in his pockets. What the fuck is he doing? And he was in one other point that he was showing in, in that was, she said that his or donut was saying the the boyfriend was um like he was he was saying like oh he's all bark no bite because you could see how he's acting he's trying to front he's trying to you know intimidate the cops and like him he's a big fucking baby he ain't gonna do shit but this guy he's standing there he's not saying a word and his hands are in his pockets he's like i would be watching him as opposed to the guy just making a lot of noise you know, so it's 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 picking up on that type of stuff. And then there are some videos where, you know, cops go to stop someone and they don't stop even shooting them. 
they don't stop. Right. Which makes me think of that other video. <laughs> that guy that they, was it they, did they shoot him or did they tase him multiple times and that guy wouldn't go down? That big guy. Oh, that big black guy? Yes. Oh my God. That was such a fucked up video. <laughs> that was so scary. <laughs> yeah, they, they tase him. They, he, he has like a cigarette and he's like, what the fuck? Do you? He's like, oh, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> he like points to some other person and he gets tased. <laughs> Oh my god, he got tased so many times and just still kept moving. It's fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah, so um I don't know. It's it's a, it's a it's a fucking hard job and I I don't envy I don't envy any of these guys. I think they huh, they have to make super hard decisions and I don't know. Like I said, a lot of them do have an ego and a lot of their their training, at least that I've heard of, is a lot of us versus them. And I think it makes it really, really dangerous. Yeah, I agree with that. Plus, it's you have a lot of them that get very jaded and they get crooked. And, and you know, they think that they just, they fucking run the world. They can do whatever it is that they want to do because they're a cop. It's those ones that give the good ones a bad name. Like, you see, I, I know you're very anti-TikTok <laughs> and stuff. But there is one guy that I follow on TikTok, actually two of them. This one cop, like, he's constantly going, playing basketball with people at the local park. Uh, There's another guy. He is a canine unit guy, and he does a lot of stuff, like, with his dog and stuff. And it's just those cops are so amazing, and there's so many really good cops like that. And, unfortunately, people don't see that. People see the pieces of shit and then think they're all bad. Well, it's, it's not exciting that's that's the big thing it's uh you know a a cop playing basketball in in the projects or in a poor neighborhood well who gives a shit but if that cop ends up having to shoot someone or has to detain them and people get all pissed off well okay we got to run with that one but all the you know all the good stuff that cops do and no one cares and like i i don't know i've always been a big proponent of Cops, I think cops need resources. Like, if they're going to be doing this job, okay, they they need resources. They, if anything, that you know, the whole defund the police movement. Okay, I could understand the the war on terror or the war on, war on drug thing. Okay, I can understand. Take that money away. Get rid of the non non uh, nonviolent criminals. Get them out. I think I think that's bullshit. I that's such a stupid fucking thing. You've turned more in more people that you know aren't doing anything. They aren't hurting anyone. Let them let them go. You've turned more people into criminals than I I, I think you've really helped. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. Yeah, and there's uh, remember mute. <laughs> uh, you know and. I guess in, I don't know. See, and I, I'm, I'm a little torn because I, I understand cops have a hard job to do, but then at the same time, uh, what have we seen over the past year, year and a half? Cops are just more than happy to violate other people's rights. And that is where my, the dichotomy in this starts to happen. Uh, explain more. Like, um, what is making you say that? Like, give an example of... 
uh, uh, cops arresting people in their house, people entering, or cops entering people's, you know, private residences, charging people for going outside, people. But, but that, that you can't just put on the cops. The cops have to answer to somebody. The cops are paid by someone. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... that's the thing. If a government or whatever is telling them that you have to do this and this is what they're supposed to be doing, I'm pretty sure a lot of the cops that are out there that are handing out the tickets do find it bullshit. I think some of them sit there and they're like, yeah, come to the park. Come on, you little shit. Come to the park. I'm going to fucking ticket you. 100%. There's going to be those guys. But I think it's, you know, people are getting orders. Uh, Oh, well. Hold on. Oh, Jimmy's trying to talk and it's not coming through again. I don't, I don't uh, know why. He said, question, why are folks calling for, are you, was that supposed to say defund and who are they representing? Uh, must be left woke peeps trying to defund. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> okay, so th- this is where I'm going to push back big time on you saying, oh, they're, they're just following orders. That's the same. That's the same defense that they used in in the Nuremberg trials. I was just following orders. Nuremberg trials after Nazi Germany, there was trials on all the all the SS officers that were you know committing all these acts of genocide. So I don't to to say oh I'm just following orders. Oh, okay, so you you don't have a single uh, like moral thought in your head. Like for for the standard and you know yeah training and okay you know uphold the you know the constitution and the laws in which you know this this country is founded on, but at some point there was an article I remember seeing about an officer that was doing this, and he ended up taking out his uh, he was taking his kids to the park and he got arrested and fined, and he finally said what. Like, what's going on here? He said, this is bullshit. And he ended up quitting. Good for him. Yeah. If a cop is going to come into somebody else's home and say, you can't do X, Y, Z in your own home, get fucked. Yeah, no, that, no, I, that, like, that's where, you know, I, I support officers that actually follow the law and have a conscience, not just, I'm following orders. Okay. Well, because if I don't do the job, look at the way the country is going, look at the amount of debt that we have, and then turn around and say, oh, well, I, I don't want to be like them, so I'm going to oppress those people so that I don't become them. You have something to say? Say it. <laughs> <laughs> I know you can see my hamster going in the ball here, but I, I don't know. I really don't know. Like, like, I think it's pretty clear cut. No, 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 no. Like my brain doesn't know. My, my, my hamster is like in the wheel, out of the wheel, in the wheel, out of the wheel. Like it's, oh, that's a, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like the thing is I can, hmm, how do I, how do I even form my thoughts here? Like when I think about someone saying, okay, 
I'm trying to pretend I'm in that job right now. I'm not just looking at someone doing it. I'm trying to pretend if I'm in that job and my boss is saying, okay, well, you have to be ticketing people if you see them out. Like, we're not allowed to do this. The government is saying this and that, or our bosses, whatever. This is what we have to do. Okay. So I'm thinking, okay, well, right, I guess I have to ticket people. But then when you're talking about <laughs> the... Then when you're talking about what was it the Nuremberg trials is that what you called it? Yeah. That yeah. Uh, that's hmm even I don't know like something like that that's pretty that's pretty serious. If someone my boss was saying you had to go torture and kill somebody or whatever, no. No, it's it's not even that. It's mute yourself. <laughs> I was kidding there. It's it's the idea of willfully following orders and i'm sure a lot of these cops and, and a lot of uh, high ups are not saying things like you have to do this they would say things i'm sure like these are the laws that we have to enforce because we're trying to do da 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 it's not a you have to otherwise you can go you know you can form up with the bread line or with the rest of the uh, you know all the rest of the scum in the world i'm sure they're not saying stuff like that maybe they are I don't know, with this us versus them kind of mentality? Possibly. Um, yeah, that really sucks. I don't know why. I don't know why he can't talk. It really, I don't know if it's the his Wi-Fi being shitty on his end. I told him just to keep trying to interrupt. <laughs> if he can talk, just keep, hello, hello. <laughs> okay, we're, oh. All right, I tried moving him back. Um, okay, so what do you, I, so Jimmy and Jets ended up saying, I believe that Link, mute yourself. Oh, fuck. I do believe length of time and position for neck holds, including knees, uh, need to be addressed. But I also understand most folks that get into that position are unruly and police are trying to subdue and stop situations. If I'm in that job, I need to know that job and not do my job based on opinion and not what I think the job or law is. I totally agree with that. Yes. If you're going to be arresting someone... You better make sure. There's actually one other YouTube channel that I follow, and it's called Audit the Audit. And they they kind of... Uh, they give a little more leniency to people that don't really doing anything. Yeah. No, and, and Jimmy actually ended up saying, by defunding police, you are opening the door for increased crime. I Yeah. That is, is a quite possibility. And that's why, like, I won't, I won't make the uh, blanket statement that, you know... All cops are good, just like I won't say all cops are bad. But when they start saying, like, police have discretion, that's the thing. They have discretion. They don't have to give you a ticket. They are choosing to give you a ticket. So can you hear me now? Yes. Yay! Okay, so I keep losing you. You're going to have to probably keep inviting me. So, yeah, for, for, for those instances, like, you, you watch the audit, the audit. And so I also watched that stuff. And when the dude's doing his First Amendment rights by filming like outside FBI agencies and police departments and yep. on the sidewalk and near jails or, or, or prisons. And, and these guys coming out there thinking they know the law, telling them they can't film. And they don't even know their statute or, or, the, or the, the, you know, the, the law on, on filming or, or carrying, you know, or, you know, Second Amendment stuff. They don't, they don't even know the laws are guessing. Yeah, yeah. It's and this is what I'm saying. So when you guess at the law, 90% of the time you're going to be wrong. Yeah, 
and and in terms of that like i i can understand like you don't hold court in the streets you just you don't leave it no. out to the and, and you know like the one one example that donor operator says and you know what and this kind of convinced me if a cop says i want you to you know drop your pants and smear peanut butter on your balls and jump around he's like absolutely i'll do it because i'm gonna get fucking paid i'm gonna so get the, paid. the biggest the biggest thing that I see people doing during the audit stuff is the ID. I don't have to give you my ID because I haven't been arrested or I'm not being detained for a crime. Yeah. And it's easier. Honestly, if people just don't want to be dumb, it's easier. I know you don't have to by law. And this is the one thing that I say, just do it because it's going to get you out of some stuff and it's not going to cost some stuff. Just let them run your ID, give them your ID and say, here's my ID, now you know who I am, now you know what my vehicle is, and, and you know, now you, we can go on without our business, you know, on our business. Yeah. And See, we don't and have to go to TIFF, and we don't have to go to Facebook Live to say, well, I don't have, I'm going to show these guys, I don't have to give them my ID, this is the law, blah, blah. No, you're just starting stuff at that point. Yeah, okay? 100%. I understand it's the law, I understand it's the law, but anytime an officer is trying to identify you, help him out to identify you so he doesn't get an edge, so he doesn't put his hand on his taser, so he doesn't have to put his hand on his weapon, you know, that kind of stuff. Open all your windows so they can see what you're doing upon approach of the vehicle, you know, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Keep your, you know, that that's little things that are going to help you in the long run. Well, and that's like, you know, the, the, what everyone should be taught. If you are pulled over by police, turn the radio off, shut the car, like roll down your windows, shut the car off, have your wallet, your insurance, like any ID information. You know you're gonna, they're going to ask for your driver's license and proof of insurance. You know they're going to. That's the first thing. Yeah, don't, don't act like a little a dickhead and say, well, I'm going to show these guys. No, just help them do their job. And then guess what? You're going to be on your way a lot faster. And as long as you're respectful to people, they're not going to, it's not going to intensify. Yeah. And you know, like there, there's the old adage or I guess the old phrase of, you know, you show me the man and I'll show you a crime. If they really want, I'm sure they could find something to fuck you over with. Well, here's the thing. You, you got those one cops too, that are just looking to give people tickets. Yeah. You know, or, you know, you got the one cops that just want to look at your car because it's cool or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you just started something totally different. All they wanted to do was check out your car. Yeah. Like most cops are car guys. So like, if you have a nice car, they're like, Hey, what do you do to your car? Like, like a, just a, a, con I think in legal terms or in legalese, it's called like a consensual conversation. So you can yeah, they, they tell people too. Hey, I'm sorry to pull you over like this, but I just couldn't. I couldn't help it. I wanted to check out your car, you know. But when when you when they come to the window and you're belligerent to them and you're treating them like garbage, now you're asking for trouble. Hundred yeah. percent, absolutely. And that's the thing too is that they're just they're starting shit. They're thinking that this cop is going to come over and they're going to give him a hard time, and then in return they're giving the cop a hard time which then in return is going to end up bringing out the bad in the cop. And that's what they want though, because they want the yeah, cop to get angry, to get him on camera so they can get him into trouble and look at this dick. He was being an asshole, blah, 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 exactly. blah. I'm going to get you. So they're trying to, absolutely trying to instigate. Yeah. 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 And, and I think, yeah, you know, and most time when people start recording, it's normally after an incident. Like something's already happened. Like, you know, how many videos do you see of 
guys or girls in cars and it's already like the interaction has already escalated to co where cops are saying get out of the car get out of the car and they're like look at me i'm being pulled over i'm being arrested i'm not getting out of the car i didn't do anything wrong and then when you see on the cop side oh no well, yeah. the first thing they did was failure to follow instructions yeah like once people need to know once you are pulled over the cop can tell you to do whatever the fuck they want whatever the frick they want like they can well, this is true again you know within reason you know what i'm saying and, and the you have to have some common sense here you know what i mean well, but if they you, you, you're not going to stand in the middle of the freeway and get out of your car, you know, you I mean you're gonna you're gonna be on a shoulder, you're gonna legit. Yeah, but they they can say, hey, you know what? Out of the car. I am asking you to get out of the car. And one thing, donut operator, he says is, you know, the the, the three steps is ask, tell, make. So they can ask you to get out of the car. Okay, you're not getting out of the car. I am now telling you, get out of the car. You need to exit this vehicle. Next step is I will bust your window, I will open the door, and I will yank you out of this car. So it's, you know, and I think, yeah, just being respectful. Like, I've had cops pull me over. Like, in the semi, I've had cops pull me over. You can watch multiple YouTube videos of dudes just out there, make, you know, taunting cops to get them to pull them. Yeah. And it, it's that, that shock. It's that, oh, my God, the, look at how bad these cops are. Yeah, but. You know, it's kind of an interesting thing. If you, I think if you extended that video maybe 30 seconds further back, I'm sure there'd be a very different, uh, different optics anyways. Oh, that's why videos. Uh-oh. Is that why videos what? On. <laughs> Damn those videos. We got you. <laughs> Moving them back. Right. Yeah, but that's... I don't know. Like I said, yeah, they have a hard job and I, I won't, I won't, I don't know that, and that, well, and that's the thing. Like you, you can't just say one group of whatever are good people. Just like if you said like, Hey, you know, all black people are bad. Uh, what? No. All white people are bad. No, that's, uh, that's a pretty, uh, that's a pretty big statement to say all of whatever is bad. Now, if you want to say all government is bad, well, okay. I think we're, we're, you know, maybe we'll have a little more of an agreement there. That's a, that's going down the rabbit hole again. <laughs> that's what we do. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, as far as defunding, you know, police officers, uh, we all know that there are certain circumstances where police officers need to probably go back and retrain on their subduing tactics. Yeah. Um, that would help them in the eyes of people trying to record and, and do stuff. But I also understand that these subduing tactics keep them safe sometimes and, or most of the time. Well, yeah. And, and I don't want anything to happen to a, a person that's out there protecting and serving for, for any of us and either one of our countries. Yeah. Well, and yeah, and that's like, and like I said, that's kind of where the, the, the duality or the dichotomy happens is some cops are just overzealous. They're fining people for, you know, doing, doing normal things, doing normal. Go, have, yeah. So have that's why I'm glad that, that they're wearing body cameras. And I don't know how they are up there with you guys, but ours down here are most, most of them are, are learning their, their, you know, body cameras are, um, don't lie. Well, and so if they turn some of them, turn it off. some of them turn them off or block them, you know, they know how to, to cover themselves up now, but yeah, 
Yeah. For, for most point, for the most point, a, a person can go to court and be like, look, this is what was said. This is what was done. Where's the body cam footage? I asked for it to be turned on. You know, I have my phone on, you know, and that's a lot of times because that's why people are recording stuff, you know, within the car, because a lot of times cops don't turn on their cameras when they're supposed yeah. to. Well, I have a dash cam in my semi. It's more for, you know, in the event of someone pulls in front of me in the, in like in the right. event of an accident, but yeah, I can turn the thing around. It has audio. It has video. Like it records how fast I'm going. It has, you know, it records that type of stuff as best as it can, yeah. like it, you know, so it, that was a decision I made. So in the event that something happens, okay, here I have video proof. So it actually, it, in fact, it makes me more accountable because now if I'm, you know, the speed limit was 55 and I was doing 65 for 20 or 30 minutes. And that's one thing in the trucking industry that people don't really don't, don't understand. If I am speeding, even though I'm speeding and somebody else causes the accident. So let's say, I, I know for 20 minutes, I was going 65 miles per hour. Someone blows an intersection and hits me. I could be found at fault for it because by law, I should not have been there. If I was following the law, this accident would not have happened. Yeah. So, you know, and, and it makes me more accountable. And then, you know, yeah, it, it gives me more safety in the event of an accident or, you know, in a certain situation. So I got a, I got a, I got a real question. Mm-hmm. So the, the whole defunding thing, when we, when we talk about defunding the police, um, when, when we talk about that, who, who up in, in Canada and your area are calling for the defund? So here, I, I actually have an article, oddly enough, pulled up for this exactly. So one, uh, it's another one from CTV News, and it says, uh, one year after George Floyd's death, where does defund the police stand in Canada? Uh, so a year after it, Julius Haig, a soci- sociology and criminology professor at the University of Toronto, uh, told CTV uh, that no Canadian cities have successfully defunded their police force to date. However, she says there continues to be some momentum to potentially do in certain regions. Uh, she says uh, many of our city councils have debated, debated measures to defund the police, but we haven't actually seen any substantial cuts. Uh, and what the, okay, so in this article, it, it continues on with Floyd, who was black, died on May 25th, 2020 in Minneapolis after then police officer Derek Chauvin knelt on his neck, pinning him to the ground for about nine and a half minutes. Chauvin, who was white, was convicted of murder and faces uh, sentencing. So. What? Why does it matter? Why does it matter if Floyd was black and the cop was white? Why should that matter? If something shady was done, it shouldn't matter the color of somebody's skin. If something bad had happened, I don't care if it's a black guy, if it's a white guy, if it's a purple guy. I don't care. The action was wrong. That's the end of it. Why does it have to be in an article, blank is this color, blank is that color? Who the fuck gives a shit? It doesn't matter. That's not the point. Why are you making race a point? So when you bring up a topic like defund the police, it doesn't matter what country you're in. It causes a stir. Mm-hmm. Um, and it causes communities to um, start looking in a direction 
um, for things to change. Now, understanding that this one, this, you know, George Floyd wasn't the only incident with police. You know, they had shootings of Breonna Taylor. They had, you know, shootings of other black individuals or, or people of color. And they, they're, they're just trying to say that police officers are just really nearly out there like the Wild West doing what they want. Which is now this is this is this is to a point that the media will show you, oh, the media tells you that's absolutely true. Yeah. But what people don't understand that there's tens of thousands of incidents that happen that police are involved in and they're showing you under one percent of them. Oh yeah. Like you can there was a a statistic and that I was looking up and it was like okay, here, I think I don't know if I asked you this, Jimmy, but how many Unarmed black men died in 2019. I'll ask you this too, Kim. How many? How many black guys do you think in the United States? No cheating. No cheating. Oh, I'm just supposed to guess. You said unarmed. Unarmed, unarmed black, black men were shot black. and killed. None. Hold on. None? Okay, that's your answer. Uh, unarmed black men were shot in when? 2019. 2019. I'm going with none. I'm going to go with whatever Google tells you. No, I'm not good. He can see me. I can't cheat right now. I'm going to say a handful. What's a handful? Like five. five? I'll say five or under. Okay. Well, you guys are actually mute yourself. It's not my name. (laughs) I, I think it was actually somewhere between... 12 and up as high as I think 24 in all of 2019. And where were the locations of that at? All of, of the United States where this whole movement started. So it was significantly low. In terms well, of... Regardless, regardless, regardless of, of what year I still think that's too many people that were unarmed and shot. Well, and and, and now, what? But that's, you know, of course, I wasn't there at the situation, so I don't know what was going on. And I don't care if they were white, black, or other. Shooting an unarmed individual, there, there has to be a reason. Well, and you know, they were saying who's who's the the guy that was beating the shit out of his wife? Uh, was it Richard Brooks? The guy that had the knife underneath his floorboards and he was trying to get it so he could, you know, stab the cops and kill him. You guys remember that story? Okay, so I don't, don't, I don't remember the main, maybe it wasn't Richard Brooks. It might have been some, some, someone else. I don't know. They all just kind of blend together at this point. But so this guy, the, the, the female, the woman, uh, they, they were in a, in a relationship. 13. Okay, so it was actually 13 unarmed black men were killed in 2019. And what, what is that? Uh, this is on USA Today. Okay. So um, the, this, this male and this female had a relationship and they had kids together. Well, she had put a restraining order on him because he was beating the shit out of her. So she went through the proper channels to try and keep this guy away from her. He came back tried to kidnap the kids. So they had the kids in the back of the car and 
uh, uh, presumably he had assaulted her and then he was returning to the vehicle where he had abducted these kids. Cops arrived. This lady phoned the police and the cops arrived. And um, he, he started struggling and he was in the driver's side door. And they seen him reaching for something and they were saying, Don't, stop reaching, stop reaching. And they ended up shooting him in the back. And then remember, he was, he was paralyzed. I remember, I remember Kamala Harris was saying, this guy was a hero. This woman beater, this guy that beat the shit out of his wife, abducted his kids, put them in danger, and then had the audacity to try and stab cops. And you have the vice president of the United States of America saying this man is a hero. What? Like, I, I don't even want to go into that one. Like, that type of stuff. I need my tinfoil hat on if I go into that one. <laughs> what, Kim? Sorry, I'm just, uh, I decided to look up more stats. Um, this is, I just, <laughs> the funny thing is, I had looked up, just out of curiosity, the number of unarmed white men killed in 2019. The funny higher. thing is, nay, nay, you're not going to find that. But I did find a graph that shows from 2017 to 2021 by race, how many people were shot to death by the police. In the least is Uller, and then there's unknown. Then... There's so, Hispanic, uh, well, no, Hispanic, sorry. So other, then it goes to Hispanics, which is upward. Okay, so other was a maximum of 44. This is, again, between uh, 2017 to 2021 as of now. So the highest was in 2017, which was in the other, which was 44. Hispanics was the second highest. That one, the highest one was 179, again, in 2017. Unknown, the highest was 204 in 2018. Black uh, was 241 in 2020 was the highest. And white was 457 tying in 2017 and in 2020. So that is, so that is just in terms of police involved shootings right yeah so number of people shot to right death by police the last five years um unarmed shootings the blacks have three it says um people of color have been shot three times more than white folks for being unarmed and being shot by police okay now that's not saying a whole lot over five years and again i don't know all the situations yeah and so that, i i yeah. can't I can't, I can't put it into context on, on the amount of people that is. Well, and then, okay. So I guess, well, in, in terms of Canada, so we haven't defunded the police. I know New York passed it. Minneapolis passed it. They passed the defund the police. I think Min, or New York cut like a billion dollars from their police budget. Yeah, but they put it somewhere else within the budget, within the police budget. They just yeah. didn't tell you that. Well, and... Well, in, in terms of Minneapolis, when they voted to defund the police, uh, they ended up having to, I think, what they, they cut $3 million to to the police force. I think it was $3 million, but then they ended, have, ended up having to spend, I think it was $32 million in order to do a police recruitment drive. 
because they were the, well, you had police officers quitting on mass, on mass think yeah. of seattle think of of portland think of the, all the cops that had left already so i th- this is kind of my thought the police that were getting defunded the ones that were getting roasted that were getting sent to the wolves or thrown to the wolves i guess that's how the saying goes i don't know they were being hurled projectile towards <laughs> they're just being tossed like rag dolls well but those guys are gonna say what am i doing why am i doing this i don't have the support of the community that i'm serving i don't have the support of the uh, of the you know the the politicians and and my my chief like the people that i am i'm following the laws that they are dictating and you know so those guys are going to leave then what do you have you have the guys that will do anything and everything because it's a paycheck well i know in may of this year uh the governor for texas uh signed a bill that would prevent cities from defunding the police in texas well and look at look at the crime rates that have gone up in in those cities like new york crime has been the highest it's been in god probably 20 or 30 years yeah it's it's like by like 800 percent. i think violent crimes have gone up well you don't even i mean look at chicago so you you want to talk about a, a place that needs that needs um police literally on every block mm-hmm. and they need to like literally you might as well have the national guard out yeah well that's what they call it, it, is, it is, it's it's so stupid that the the sub societies of America are, you know, the the gangs are stupid. Well, and if you look at like Chicago has, or I guess the state, like Illinois State, has some of the hardest and some of the most strict gun laws. I think in right. So again, so, so again, we get, we're going to get into why are you defunding the police when the police are trying to help, but you have a lot of people of color killing them, their own their own people. You know, the black on like, and no one speaks about this. And, you know, in order to solve an issue, you need to talk about the problem. Black on black crime, like minority on minority crime is significantly higher. More black people in black communities are killing black men way higher than they're killing others. Like in white Asian. Well, but now there's a lot of Asian hate crime is going on. Like, that's a big thing where people are just stomping the shit out of Asian people. Yeah, because they started COVID, apparently. You know, that's that's the thing is you see so much of that going on now for those exact reasons. Like, someone sees someone from China and right away they start hating on them. It doesn't matter what race the other people are. They see a Chinese person and they go and attack them because, well, that individual started COVID, so got to kill them. Uh, maybe to an extent. I don't, I don't know if that really hit. I, I'm sure there are some dumb motherfuckers that do that type of stuff but i i don't know if it's but this has been a problem for years yes but that part was more on the rise since covid hit you hear a lot more about uh chinese people who are getting attacked because people are yelling at them that they started covid that's well here's here's the thing on that too so you're you're I, I, you know, when, when, again, when you have an agenda to push, um, you're going to push out certain media topics to certain communities and, and it's going to cause an effect. And, and so you, you have, 
just like you said, the Asian the Asian community in fear because people are targeting them. Even black folks are targeting them. They got them on 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 camera targeting them. You know, hitting them from behind and all that. You know, it's cowardice. But you you have you know they say a lot of black and black crime or people of color you know committing crimes in their own communities are are based on how absent fathers are 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 there are in prison so that way of life you know and, and I'm gonna I'll tell the truth most um, males of um, of color are very strong opinionated people yep and you know there's nothing wrong with that and and but they also have a lot of aggression because they're upset about the situation that they're living in. And then they have to be upset because that's the lifestyle they have to live. And then they have to be upset because, um, they have to, they have to look wrong in front of the other black men or, or men of color. And, and so now you're, you're, you're putting a, a young generation and, and even more generations into that that loophole where I gotta show my ass because I gotta I gotta make sure cuz ain't ain't gonna hurt me and come back in my family and shoot me up. Yeah. Well yeah and so yeah. that's that's a whole lifestyle. It's terrifying. And you know and, and like the, those are the types of conversations like if you really want to help those communities, you you just don't throw more money at it. Like in those communities, I, I remember seeing, I think it was some like ridiculous amount. It's, it was something like 86% in, in minority communities wanted either the police to stay or more police because they, they're trying to help their community. And I think, you know, like in terms of government, like all they kind of do is just, well, if we just throw more money at the problem, it'll fix it. No, you, you need to stop the, the, the welfare state. You have to stop. Well, the, well you got to stop welfare by, you got to do, like they said, you got to do drug checks. You got to make sure that the, your stamps or your card that you get for welfare is not tradable to any other person for cash. Yeah. Um, because they, they do that. They sell their, their food stamps for cash. So they're going to buy cigarettes and do whatever. You know what I mean? And, and so that's how people make money. They sell their food stamps. Well, and, I, and we need to get a, we need we need to make a way so they can't do that at all. Period. Well, and it's, you know, and you, if you look at those communities, like especially like all the riots that were happening with the Black Lives Matter and Antifa, you know, the, it was affecting those communities. Like I remember seeing videos of guys, like like shop owners, like you know, I, I'll bring it up in a little bit, but there were some shop owners, and they're saying, "Why are you here? Why are you destroying my business?" Like, this is a black guy saying, why are you destroying my business? There was a, a firefighter, served his community for 30 years, opened up a bar, yep. and Black Lives Matter and Antifa came in, and they burned it down. This guy... Oh, that's because that's the agenda, that they, they, they don't care who you are. They just want to destroy businesses to, to show for, for media, to show that they can do it, just like they did Walmarts and all that other stuff. And, and so when you want to put out a message or you're trying to push an agenda. So the biggest agenda that I can see right now are, are people fighting for reparations for being, um, for being, you know, descendants of slavery. Yeah. And so to push those reparate, uh, um, those, those, those funds to make the get what you want, what you do is you say, well, the police are treating, you know, the, the black community worse than anybody else. And this is why we need the money because we can't do anything because, um, all the cops are killing us. Yeah. 
when, so, when it, and, and so that, that message comes away that way, and, and then the media spins it even harder, and then they get cut videos of the police officers doing that show them doing techniques or whatever on everything wrong and, and, and why they're doing stuff, and, and it, it gets out of hand. Well, and, but that pushes the agenda, though. It pushes the agenda. Well, and so, you know, like, like you know what? I'm for, I'm for equal rights. I'm for, you know, helping people. But, you know, in order, like, and, and some of the, the rhetoric and the ideology that has been pushed in, in saying that we need to have segregated communities, you know, blacks don't mix with whites and, and, and all this type, like. You know what I say to that? You know what I say to that? If we Fuck got you. Of, if, we got, <laughs> if we got rid of the, um. Civil rights. The whole act. black white thing. If we got rid of the whole black white thing, and I'm not white, I'm I'm a I'm a I might be a Caucasian male, but my race, you know what it is? It's human. Yep, yep. And, I and think you know what? And, and as soon as you stop calling people by their color, um, regardless if they're white, black, or whatever, no, you don't do that. You don't do it anymore. You say, okay, you're a human. You of uh, of if you were born in America, guess what you are? American. You're American. Yeah. If you were the first generation uh, from any country to come over and you got nationalized or, or you know, you got your citizen, like, okay, we'll, we'll talk to people of color. Well, you're Haitian-American. You're Somali-American. Yeah. You know, you don't have to be African-American to be black. You could be a white African-American. Elon Musk. And people don't even understand Africa. that. Elon Musk is from Africa. Yeah. So this, <laughs> so is, this is what I'm saying. American. So if you're telling me that I had anything to do with slavery, which I didn't, um, and I, my family never did either. No, nope. yeah, I'm same. So what, so what? What I'm saying is, is you have a, a whole culture out there that, well, I'm African American. When you sign a document, no, you're not. You're American. You weren't born in Africa. Only the first generation gets that title. You well, know what I mean? So you can't claim that. And that's another thing that's wrong. If you're born in America, you're not. Mexican American, you're you're just American. Yeah, and 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 I think that type of of rhetoric really starts to like it. It feeds into rage. I think it it feeds into people being more and more angry because if you are told from the day you were born to where you are now, you will never get somewhere because of this race or because. Well, of you know, I had that same conversation with my spouse, right? Oh, really? And uh, and I tried to explain to her that, you know, different parts of the country have different beliefs, unfortunately. Yeah, California. And I told her, I said, if you get a five-year-old or a toddler or a brand-new baby, and you raise that baby up, and you put that baby, um, and you take that baby hunting with you every day, you know, every time you go hunting and fishing, you take that baby with you, grows up to be a young man or young girl, that, and that, that, that individual adolescent goes up until his 20s, and all they ever known was survival uh, by eating, you know, wild game or whatever. Yeah. Being Guess what? That person is always going to believe that hunting is the best thing since sliced cheese it provides for the family. Yeah. Or if you get the one toddler and they find yourself in the grocery store, never going outdoors for anything, uh, doing you know whatever, and you're at the Piggly Wiggly, or you're at the Walmart, or you're at the Kroger's, and you've never seen the woods in the day in your life, you're going to believe when your life comes up that I can only get groceries from the store. Yeah. 
Yeah. So again, that goes for every bit of content. So if you grew up with family members saying such names of people, um, that's what you're going to believe in your life. And so yeah. that's got that's the kind of stuff that people have got to realize has got to change. And so if you grow up in a community that's f the police, guess what your kids are going to say? Exactly, hundred percent. And, and so. And and that's where we got to get away from. And, and understanding that these kids don't understand that the music industry is entertainment. They get paid to act a certain way, yeah. and they get paid to act, you know, gangster or whatever. Now, don't get me wrong; there are some out there that are legit, but most of them, they're college graduates. You know what I mean? They know how to. They know, they're playing the game, and they're getting paid to act a certain way. What they don't understand are these communities or these young kids are following what they say, and it's making their lives terrible because they're trying to to play that game and try to be cool. Yeah, you have so many rappers that are out there that will. Okay, well, you know, I I live like this, and I lived in the hood, and blah blah blah, and all this stuff, and then you find out after the fact that. No, they actually went to a really well school. They grew up in a really good neighborhood. Like, sorry, your life wasn't all hard and challenging and stuff. People all tatted up and, you know, they're playing the game because that's their style. And they're getting paid millions and billions of bucks. Little little, little, little Wayne. Yeah. Little Wayne, he got a psychology degree. At least. I didn't even know that. There's, there's a lot of stuff out there that people don't realize is they just look it, it, they're, they're playing the game. They're hustling. They're making, they're making their money, but they're making their money off people that are getting impacted that are trying to live that way of life. that should not even be thinking that way, you know, but that's the way entertainment works, movies, video games, music. That's why the church and all that other stuff tried to keep that stuff out because of that influence. Yeah. Because influence is everything in this world. I can, if, if, if you live next to me and I, and I said, Hey, I'll let you cut my grass as a young kid and I'll pay you $20. You know, you're going to be like, well, shit, that's $20 a week. I can get for cutting the grass. I'll cut that grass. I mean, you start a kid working for money. Yeah. But then you tell him, Hey, you can't cut my grass until your grass is done. Yeah. You make sure your grass is cut before you come to my house and cut my grass. Take care of home first before you come to me. Yeah. Well, and that's and people don't teach that. Yeah, and I and I think when when people are grown up in a in a culture of you cannot succeed if you get knocked down, it's somebody else's fault. It's not your fault you fell down. It's somebody else's, and so you end up creating a world of victims, a culture of victimhood. And... Right, and so right now we're creating the victims. They're called police officers. Because that's that's what we want. That's the that's the fix all, right? That's the this defund the police because that's the major problem. Yeah, and it's actually not. Yeah. How about how about stop stealing? You know, and like I'll, I'll bring it back to the you know the Black Lives Matter. And you know what? I'll, I'll say they do have some good points. There is one video, and I will praise it. And well, isn't isn't Black Lives Matter and, and Antifa funded by George Soros? That's the what the the rumors that I've heard. I don't I don't I haven't been able to confirm it, but neither can confirm or deny. Yeah, yeah. But you know, there was one video of some Antifa kid was had a hammer and they were smashing up like uh, a part of a curb and they were going to throw it at cops. And the the people that were protesting, actual protesting, not quote unquote protesting when it's actually called rioting. When stuff starts burning, it's no longer a protest. That is called a riot. Okay. 
But so this guy was start smashing up parts of the curb and the people that were protesting grabbed him and they said, no, don't do this. Don't do this. And they ended up handing him over to the cops. And I applauded that. I have no problem with people protesting and, and, you know, getting upset with their government. Good. You should. I think everyone should question their government. I think that's the healthiest thing you could do is ask, why are you doing this? Just simply, whether you agree with it or not, why are you doing this? Why is government trying to do this? But anyways, I think when you have to, like, in, in order for police or I guess the, these, this type of movement to defund the police, like, there, there are some people that have said, it, it was a, the title of a news article, do we mean abolish the police? Yes. We mean absolute abolition of the police force. So that is very different than defunding the police. But oh, absolutely. You know why? Why you know go into a CVS and burn it down, or go down to a, a Walgreens, burn it down. Go, you know, yeah. I'm sure that little that grocery store. Guess what you end up doing? CVS. How many CVS stores has closed? It's something like 57 CVS stores have closed in like those major cities in like New York and and such. They've shut their well, when, when, Here's the other thing that you got to do is communication is a big problem with, with these um, so-called, um, well, they are the, the rioters and, and stuff like that. These people that are supposed to be protesting. When I tell when like the, the organ, the organ the organizer comes out and says, Hey, I need you guys to do a peaceful protest at such and such, such and such. That message gets passed on to another person that has a different um, understanding of what was said or a different interpretation with yeah. the wink and decides to say, Hey, you know, we're going to put out this information. Now we're going to say, Hey, what we're going to do is we're going to cause a little havoc if things get out of hand. And the next thing you hear, that message gets passed to somebody, well, we're just going to cause havoc. This is not going to be peaceful at all. And then all of a sudden riots happen. So yeah. you have a lot, I think as miscommunication as well, but also I do that there there's a lot of good communication, meaning that they're very organized and, and they will do some damage when they're told to. Well, and, and I think one thing, uh, well, I guess a couple of things that people don't really understand is, so I don't know if you remember, but I think it was in, was it in Seattle when they were trying to burn down that courthouse for days and days and days and days and days? It was either Oregon or Seattle. I don't remember. Yeah. It was one, either Oregon or Washington. One, one of those. But um, so what did they have? They had a line, what was it? Mothers, mothers for, for BLM or something like that that they, they were the front of the line. But behind them, what did they have? They had people throwing, you know, throwing bricks, throwing water bottles, throwing cans, bricks, uh, setting things on fire. More and, bricks. Yeah, yeah, more bricks. And so when the police go in to try and break this up, well, what is the first line? What is the optics that you see? Well, these cops are going after peaceful protesters. That's what they're doing. Except, no, the camera doesn't show the buildings on fire behind them. So I think that's, you know, it, it, in terms of optics, yeah, the cops look like, they look like the better. Well, you're not seeing the bricks hitting the rioting shields and the riot master, the cops in the head. Yeah. Yeah. What was it? Uh, something like 500 or 800 cops were injured 
in those riots, 800 police officers were hurt. Over $2 billion in damage. That's in, just an insurance claim. That's just insurance. That's the, and that's when insurance capped out. Was $2 billion to get what message out? Cops are killing people? During those riots, more black people died from those riots, directly from those riots, than cops have killed in 2019 altogether. Hold on. So which black lives was it that mattered? Was it the ones that decided, you know, that people ended up killing because of all their rioting and their starting fires and stuff like that? And I, I remember that one video that I had seen. Uh, she was a black woman and she was yelling and she's like, yeah, black lives matter. Black lives matter. I am black. And you guys just trashed my place. Like, who's, what black lives matter? And that's exactly it. Like, you have a bunch of black people who died through all these rioting, not as results from the cops, results from the actual rioting, and you're literally, they're protesting black lives matter. They're, unfortunately, they're the wrong black people. Because oh. it's, it's, you know, it's the, the white upper class, you know, middle class, the people that have gone to universities that have kind of, you know, absorbed this this certain ideology where they, you know, they, they hate themselves because they hate black people in a very crass way. But that's, that's, it's those types of people. And I will bring this up and I've noted it and I will not forget this. Remember David Dorn. Don't ever forget that officer that served his community and was shot and killed for a fucking TV. Oh, that and, uh, guy. That was heartbreaking. That was I, horrible. Was former police chief or something like that? Uh, I, I think he was. I know there was, a, there was a police chief or a police officer that just retired after like 30 years or something. No, he, this, this that officer guy was shot. Yeah, he was shot and killed. He was defending his, his friend's uh, store. And he got shot and killed for a TV. And the guy died. Was someone saying, hang in there, cuz, hang in there. That's how this guy died, serving his community, was by a bunch of spineless fucking thugs that needed some sweet vans or needed a, a new TV. You know, it, 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 that's the type of shit that actually really fucking pisses me off. It's that type of stuff. Because they're, they're okay. They're okay to burn down Chase Bank, CVS. No, they get the, it's okay because it's on, it's, on, it's on Grand Theft Auto, so they can do it. It's great. They're just yeah, playing again. And they're justified. That's the thing that fucking makes me so mad. Makes me so mad. They're justified. They do this stuff. They have, you know, they have political factions. They have communities. They have you know, money funneling in to support this type of stuff. For what? To create division. Don't forget... This all started by Occupy Wall Street when people were saying, we are getting screwed by the banks. We are getting screwed by the stock market. We are getting, we are, we are losing. While these people in, you know, in, in government, in banks, in, in these high, you know, high paying institutions, they're getting rich off the hog while we're sitting here struggling. And there oh, let's do the, so the next the next time we do a talk, let's let's do a financial one so we can show people how to make money. Uh, uh we, we legally cannot give financial advice. No, we won't. We'll just be talking about 
yeah, we can talk about it, but nothing ever constitutes as financial advice. This is all opinion right. and uh, satire. <laughs> but that's when it started. I remember seeing a picture, and it was during Occupy Wall Street, and it was like two big bankers, and they said, oh, they, these people seem really mad. And then the other guy says, oh, just wait till we introduce identity politics. That's what it's become. They've, I like, I wish I was as smart or as dumb as the people that soak this stuff up because we're, we're all fighting the same machine. That's, a, that's what we're doing. You know, stock markets are rigged. Hedge funds. Remember, don't, don't forget the game stock fucking debacle where they were trying to screw over a company and look at, uh, you know, the ma- the, the, the intelligence of the internet, I will forever be in awe of the amount of stuff the internet finds out is mind boggling. Like if people don't remember there was recently, I, I could bring up a couple examples, but I'll, I'll bring up one. So there was a, that was, he was, he was yelling at Tucker Carlson in a, in a, uh, in a fishing store. So Tucker, Car- Tuck- Tucker Carlson from Fox, he was in, his, in this uh, fishing store and someone came up and started yelling at him. Within minutes, they found out who this guy was and how he was tied to the FBI. Within minutes, they found this stuff out. How? Fucking a bunch of autist people. I don't know. The, like, I'm in awe of it. It is, <laughs> the collective hive mind of the internet is crazy. But there was another one. Uh, if people remember the, the Berkeley University, all the riots that were happening there. If people don't remember the, the what was it called? The, the Berkeley Bike Lock Basher. I think that's what they called them. They were able so this guy wore a mask. He had the Black Lives Matter thing, you know, wearing all black, wearing a hood, sunglasses, and covered his face. This guy, he would take a bike lock, and he was beating people with it. They found him out within hours who this guy was. They found his Facebook page. They found out where he worked. They found out all this information within hours. And the, the guy's face was covered. They, did, they would take pictures, and they would, like, they would take people's photos and reconstruct to see if it matched the guy's face. I'll show you it. You know, internet historian did a video on it. Internet historian is fantastic. He's, uh, he is so fucking funny, but the, the, the hive mind of the internet, I will, I will forever be in awe of it. Oh, did we lose Jimmy again? Here, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, all right, are you, are, you, uh, are you alive now? Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, it, but, like, the, you know, like, people, I think people are, are really waking up to it. And, and to an extent, I do support, like, Black Lives Matter and Antifa of saying, hey, this system is rigged and we're getting screwed. I agree. But I don't think white people are screwing over the black. No, 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 no. It's the people that are in power that have taken more power have sucked any wealth. Remember, uh, you know, some private mortgages, 
where people were buying mortgages that were absolutely dog shit. Banks were betting on people failing. Banks were colluding. That's what caused the 2008 collapse, where banks were bundling shitty mortgages, shitty, you know, the stuff together. And then they would bet. They would bet on people failing. And they did it over and over and over and over. And then, well, what happened? The big housing collapse, mass foreclosures, banks needed to be bailed out because they were fucking around with people's lives and government bailed them out. So now, now what? They can go full steam ahead now. They have, they're beholden to no one. Government's going to bail us out. Chase Bank, JP Morgan, you know, all these big banks. They all got bailed out by screwing over little guys, people that had no business affording the mortgages they had. And they were absolutely screwed. That makes me really angry. (laughs) Damn it. Did we lose Jimmy again? (laughs) No, I was listening. Oh, oh. (laughs) he almost Uh, disconnected you there. (laughs) You know, like that's, like, I, you know, I'm, I'm against that. Fractional banking is bullshit. Any, uh, like, please, anyone, look up fractional banking. It will blow your mind the Ponzi scheme that that is. Like, that should be... Well, banking in general, banking in general with compound interest is a joke. Well, fractional banking. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a big fan. That's just, of like, interest, that's just like the stock market. The stock market takes your money that you invest, and they make more money on your stuff because they're investing yeah. your money to make more money for them, and then only giving you a marginal fraction of a return. Yeah, it's 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 such a, a Ponzi scheme. Like people, it like, and that's the thing. People got they get so greedy. Like, you know, at what point is enough money enough? Like what? 20 million, a hundred million, a billion. Like, dude, if you have a billion dollars, you have nothing to worry about. You have more money than God. A billion dollars. This is not true. This is not true. Jeffrey Epstein had billions. That's true, but he also had a lot of dirt on a lot of powerful people. So, uh, he still had billions. When it's enough is when they have all the money, they want it all. They are greedy fucks that want. Everything. It's not that they want it all, they want control of it all. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and this is uh, one, that's a whole other issue. This is off the, the subject of us defunding the police. But yes, that is that that is why decentralized currency and cryptocurrency is a big deal right now because the governments are trying to take it and make it a centralized currency instead of decentralized. Yeah. So yeah. They can have control over it. You know, and that's the funny thing is, you know. Like in terms of the US, like I really, I love that idea. I really love the idea that each individual state has its own laws and it's just, it's just part of this union. Like the EU is what the US is supposed to be. It's supposed to be individual countries, you know, Germany, Italy, yada, 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 yada. Not, not the UK anymore. I'm surprised Canada's not using the euro. Oh, well, well no, we're going to use the, the new currency uh, that the US is going to come out with because they're going to have to cancel their money i figured it was going to be like the yen or something <laughs> <laughs> canceling their money <laughs> well yeah i wouldn't be surprised if canada went over to the yen with how much uh foreign investment that canada has absolutely but i guess to, to kind of get back to, uh i guess the 
hey, you know what? Fuck it. You know what? It's conversation. We, we we got a lot of the defund the police, and this is all kind of so defund the police. I mean, the defund the police also come from the the BLM activists, you know, to defund the police and all that stuff. And and there was a, a political scientist that told that that said BLM was the the curriculum was destructive to their own black communities. A hundred percent, it was hundred percent. Like I said, you you seen that that fire for the fire foider, the fire foider. He was trying to build and, and, and part of that. Part of that part of that curriculum was the principle, that, but none, uh, no one of their goals is zero tolerance for zero tolerance for discipline. So no one would get disciplined if they did something wrong or something like that. I was like, "What the heck are you talking about?" All right, I'm gonna bring up I'm gonna bring up a conspiracy theory. Okay, you guys ready for this one? Oh, are we gonna have to go back to the other? Episode? <laughs> have to. So, uh, I I think the police. Or whoever was in charge of, of these, like the BLM riots. I got my hat on. Go ahead. Okay. Why? Why would they just leave police cars there? Why would they leave pallets of bricks places? And there was the argument of, oh, they're they're doing renovations. They're building. So, they're doing this and that. So that's that. That wasn't that wasn't a uh, conspiracy theory, by the way. So there was a local ad that was placed. Um, for five seventy-five an hour, they were looking for actors to be um, protesters, and um, I don't remember where it was, which newspaper it was in, but there was an ad, and my buddy that I was at work with showed it to me. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" They were looking for actors to be protesters, and that they would provide um, all the needs or necessary things that they would need. All they had to do was show up in certain clothing. Yeah, isn't that? Uh... What, did your mind just blow up? What the fuck? Like, seriously. Like, things are so corrupt and just twisted and just... What the fuck? There was, um, there was a video. Well, and, like, th- that's... And this, this has been done before, and it's been proven. The Black Block, the uh, agent provocateurs, where cops would dress as the protesters and would start smashing things. And then, well, it gives cops the justification to bust up that protest. They did this at the G20 summit in Toronto. They did that. They noticed guys were wearing military-style boots, and cops would leave police cars. They would abandon them. They wouldn't pull them back. They wouldn't, you know, go with the the police line. They would leave the cars there knowing that that car is going to get lit on fire, and then it gives a reason for the police to come in and bust up this protest. So you would see cops. There was some videos that came out of those, some of those, uh, the like the G20 stuff, where they were saying, this guy's a cop. He's a cop. He's not with us. He's not one of us. He's a cop. And this guy hooks it. He runs. He runs in. There were times where they would run into the police line, and the police would split up, let that guy in, and then reform the line. And you would see the guy in back. And I know that there are the tactics of the police will swarm, like the, the, the police line will move forward or they'll have guys come from behind, pick up people, and then pull them back behind the police line. I know that that's a normal tactic, but it, would, it happened the other way. People would start smashing things. They would run through the police line and then they'd be set free. Or you'd find clothes you know, being thrown all over the place of people in these uniforms. So 
and I, I, it's no it's not a conspiracy theory it's you've seen it happen time and time and time again what do you what? that is absolutely just with what you're talking about absolutely so shady and annoying but no um wow jimmy uh sent this picture here said actors needed needed phoenix convention center Actors help needed for event tomorrow from 2 to 11, $15 an hour. Duties include protest activities and holding signs that are anti-Trump. Minorities welcome and needed. Looking to fill 500 spots. What yeah. the fuck? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I am dropping so many F-bombs right now. But yep. I, yep. literally that's all that can come out of my mouth right now. Like this is insane. Well, and, and this is the type of stuff that they do. It, it's all an act. That's the thing. This is why you don't watch the news, because all they're doing is feeding their agendas. Well, you, oh, you... I can't watch the news. I can't watch the, the fake news shit. <laughs> well, what, what was it? CNN, where they had the guy, he was, he was reporting from in front of a burning building and saying, mostly peaceful protest. Buildings were on fire. Yeah. Like, what? Like, the, the cut, like, how how can people see that and say, oh yeah, it's mostly peaceful, dude? Your your backdrop is on fire. It's mostly peaceful. the The part behind me, this isn't. So where I'm standing, you don't want to be. But everywhere else, super peaceful. Just just ignore everything else. Well, and there were there were tons of videos of reporters trying to talk with people, and they were you know they they would end up getting chased out. The news was getting chased out. So, you know. Like, and that, that's the thing. I understand police have a hard job, but on the other side, they do shady shit like that. Like the G20 summits where, you know, the black bloc were coming in and doing this type of stuff. So, I don't know. I, I, on one side, you know what? Yeah, maybe just defund them completely and have community police. Maybe just have private police for community. Maybe, maybe that's, that's the move. What? Honestly, if I was a police officer right now and somebody like with all these people who are attacking at the police and they're crying defund the police and all this other jazz, I think honestly at this point I would put my hands up and be like, all right, have fun. I'm out. You guys, you guys don't think you need the police? All right, have fun. I was grabbing but some have. There's been some communities, and there's been some officers that have said, like, hey, we're not, uh, we're not doing this. Or, you know, they, they've stepped, like I said, Minneapolis, they lost tons of cops, and they had to do a police recruitment drive. Would want to be a cop right now. Like, honestly, like, most people want to be a cop because they want to make a difference, and they want to help protect their community. Where, right now, I wouldn't want to be a cop. I absolutely would not want to be a cop. No, it's, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, a pretty, uh, it's a pretty divided world that we're living in. And uh, so there was uh, one book that, that ended up coming out, and it's called Indefensive Looting. And it, you know, it's, it's, it's for payments of reparations that we're entitled to this type of stuff. Uh, so in the past months of demonstrations for black lives, there has been a lot of condemnation of looting, whether it was New York governor, Andrew Cuomo. Oh, don't forget about Andrew Cuomo and, uh, you know, him killing a fuck ton of old people or, 
you know, him uh, getting a little too feely-feely with uh, some of his people. Look it up. Uh, we, we can talk about that on another, uh, another episode. But saying uh, that ceiling purses and sneakers from high-end stores in Manhattan was inexcusable. Or St. Paul, Minnesota uh, Mayor Melvin Carter saying looters were destroying our community. But writer Vicky Osterweil, uh, in defense of looting, came out on Tuesday. Osterweil is a self-described writer, editor, and agitator who has been writing about participating in protests for years. And her books arrived at the continued protests have emerged as a bitter dividing point in the presidential race. So when she finished it back in April, she wrote, A new energy of resistance is building across the country. Now, as protests and riots continue to grip cities, she stakes out a pro, uh, a provo- oh, sorry, I'm retarded. A provocative position that looting is a powerful tool to bring about real, lasting change in society. Would you? Just I'm sorry. What? Looting, looting. Yeah, the will bring change. Smash, the riders who smash windows and take items from stores, she claims are engaging in a powerful tactic that questions the justice of law and order and the distribution of property and wealth in an unequal society. I'm sorry, what kind of dumbass wrote this? Uh, one of those guilty white supremacists. Are, yeah. Are you, are you forking kidding me? Look up. I'll, I'll see if I can find it. Uh, CVS stores closing. There, there, like I said, there was something like 50, 50 something worse in, I believe it was in New York alone have closed because of, uh, um, because of they're being broken into because, you know, now look, like if you look in like California, well, they've passed laws that they will not charge people, people, police will not attend a, a call if someone steals, I think it's like, like 900 bucks worth of stuff police will not attend so people have just been payday just clearing out shelves you'll there's videos of guys the dude is on a fucking bike he runs into a store on a bike and he just goes starts throwing stuff into garbage bags and there's two security guards watching him and they're just recording it because they can't do anything so you want to talk about defunding the police you want to talk about taking away people's rights to you know own property okay well when that store closes and that place turns into a shithole into uh, you know everyone complains about oh food deserts you know like what do you think's gonna happen here what do you think's gonna happen you're only going to make the situation worse you're only going to increase it so yeah you know what go for it loot steal and then when the businesses leave well then fuck yourself Right? Right? Yeah. 100%. That, like, it's, it's so mind-boggling. And like I said, there, that's the, the dichotomy, the, the, you know, the double-edged sword here. Yes, we need police. Absolutely, we need police. But we don't need shitty cops that do dirty tactics to undermine a constitutional right in Canada and in the U.S. At least in the U.S., they don't have Section 1. And you know what? I'll bring this up again, because Section one of part of rights and freedoms in Canada. Should have seen his face there, guys. Awesome. Oh. 
Section 1 of the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedom is the section that confirms that the rights of the listed charter are guaranteed, but the section also known as a Reasonable Limits Clause or Limitations Clause as it legally allows government to limit an individual's charter rights. In the States, they don't have a caveat of you cannot, you know, you have these rights, but in the States, you have the right to peaceably assemble freedom of speech, freedom of religion. But, you know, just upend it all. Upend it all, get rid of the cops. I don't know, maybe maybe that's the move. Like I said, just get rid of all the cops and have community polices. Polices? No, thank you. No, thank you. Like, as much as, like, I, I find them, you know, frustrating at times when you call them and it takes them hours and hours to get there, or, and the fact that there are some shitty cops out there, no, thank you. Because if you don't have police, the amount of crime that will go up, people will just go freaking crazy. Like, as it is, you It'll look at the... Purge. What? It'll be the purge. Mm-hmm. 100%. I love those movies. But it's one of those movies that... I'm like, I could 100% see this happening sometime in the future. 100%. Yeah. But... <laughs> no. That's, that's not the answer defund the police get rid of the police no it's absolutely not the answer that would cause so much more issues than people realize yeah i think it's uh oh jimmy did we lose you again say nothing if we lost you <laughs> right oh. oh yay oh we almost <laughs> booted you again you know, and I, no, I don't want to interrupt. I, I can't interrupt the rant. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, and that's, yeah. Like, I don't know. Maybe that's the move. Like, you know, you just have your community police and they don't work with other police forces. Like, like I said before, the funny thing when, when Chaz Chop, that stupid fucking LARPing bullshit happened, what was the first thing they did? They Make built a police. Wall. They built a wall and they made police. In fact, the police there were more corrupt than the police that they were fighting against. Because they had so many unarmed shootings. They had more crime in that like eight or six block area than I think that section has seen in months, if not years. Within, what was it, a month or a month and a half that that place was operating, whatever it was. No, it was like three months. Honestly, still blows my mind that that even happened. That that the mayor, or the governor, or whoever the fuck it is, actually allowed this to happen. Well, and there was um, oh, what was it? The mayor that was saying that oh, it's going to be a summer of love until until. I think it was one city councilor told like Black Lives Matter and Antifa to go to the to the mayor's house. And after that, it was like, I think it was within two days. She's like, okay, pack it up, get the get out, get out. You know, this is done. <laughs> Just <laughs> funny though. But see, then it was okay, well, now it affects me. So now I'm gonna step in and do something. Where, yeah, they get their little place, they bring in their own police. They build their wall, but then what? People are um, 
suffering. They need help. And then they won't let paramedics and stuff like that in to save them. And they let people die. And you're like, really? Summer of love? But then, no, no, no. Nay, nay, that's okay. But as soon as it affects me, okay, now we need to stop this. I love the hypocrites. Well, if there, what was uh, the, right? the hypocrites that say defund the police, but then they have like armed security around them? Oh, there was, there was one that came out. Uh, well, I guess actually one other thing they did, they started taxing people. That, Are you kidding me? They started uh, extorting people for money. They built built a wall, which Trump was pushing for. They had they built a police force, which they were fighting against. And they started taxing people. So, you know. (laughs) Their little summer of love was like the most little corrupt little area ever. Like they, you know what that reminds me of? Oh, what is that movie? Um, Mad Max. I don't know. Just something about that reminds me of that. Like just all these freaking misfits. Hold on. I'm going to props from Chaz. You want to see some funny fucking videos? Look at these bozos. Look at these absolute morons. Uh, okay, hold on. You meant crops. Like, where you would plant food. What the hell is that? Look at these idiots. They put cardboard down, and then they put soil on top of it. Then they put plants in planters on top of the dirt. Look. Go back to the picture. He looks so proud. He's like, look at my planter on cardboard. Like, are you are you kidding me? Look at this. There you go. The garden is for black and indigenous folks and their plant allies. See, this is the type like do you remember within was it within two days, FEMA had to come in there and give them food? Because it was like a humanitarian crisis. This is like literally, it, it's literally a bunch of people who have mental <laughs> illnesses. Like, they're all just grouping together and, hey, guys, let's have fun. Like, they, they act like a bunch of freaking children. Like, grown children with mental illness. And I'm not saying anything bad about people who have mental illness. I do myself, so. Woo! But, I mean, come the hell on. You know, to be fair, that's, that's, that's harmful against people that actually have a mental illness to lump it in with these bozos. Like, it, someone even made a meme where they had, like, the civilization, like, food and work. <laughs> they, they... <laughs> uh, yeah. It can't even. This is some, this is some messed up shit, I tell you. Yeah. Oh, here's a sign. No cops, no problem. Well, considering they had their first, one of their first incidences was they shot and killed two unarmed black men. That was one of the, yeah, they shot up a Jeep of two, uh, two teenagers driving around in a Jeep. They shot it up and killed them. And then what they did. So when they asked the, the cops to, you know, come and investigate and the cops are finally to investigate, the cops couldn't do anything because they tampered. They stole the kids wallets. They were all over the crime scene. So it was a contaminated crime scene. They couldn't do anything when the cops finally got in to investigate it. So they contaminated a crime scene. They 
shot and killed unarmed black men, which apparently is what they were fighting against. It's, you know, and, and they go. were not, that's not what they were fighting against. They literally just wanted to play house or play pretend or whatever. They were done adulting, decided that they were just going to play house, play their, in their little forts and stuff like that, and act like a bunch of children. And hey. people are going to die, and oh well, whoops. <laughs> My oh, bad. Here's, here's some more. Yeah. Plants and planters. Like, hey, just so, you, so, so everyone is, is fully aware. Plants, like the grass that you put the cardboard on top of, and I know this is old, but you know, for anyone that doesn't know, all you have to do is remove the grass, and underneath there is dirt. Wait, what? So, that's that's how you plant things. You don't you, just you put don't cardboard put... on top of the grass and then put soil on top of the cardboard and then put planters on top of the soil. Not your seeds in the soil, but you just put planters on top. You can actually just dig into the grass. You can do that. That's a thing. This is such a... <laughs> uh, see, and, and here's, here's another, uh, I guess, the, the other point. So you remember the, in New York, uh, what was the, de Blasio, Bill de Blasio? At, at Trump Tower, he painted Black Lives Matter on the street, which is illegal. And someone tried to, tried to paint like, uh, uh, like a different slogan. It was like uh, I can't remember what it was like. White lives matter or blue lives matter or something like that. And he said no, which is a direct violation that the government cannot do that stuff. But you know, in, in all in the name of uh, you know, political ideology. Oh, you mean all in the. Black Power to the people, man. Yeah, such. Peace, love, and war and shit. I mean, no, no war. Whoops. Yeah. All right. How long have we been going for? Move all my spectacles back on here. Uh, an hour and 53 minutes. We've been bitching about this stupid defunding the police bullshit and all the other dumbasses out there. All right. Well, uh, I think with that, uh, you know, let's turn this into a roundtable podcast. If uh, we have someone else that wanted to join. Oh, here we go. Who? What? I just got to say, I'm not a fan <laughs> of defunding the police at all. You know? Howdy, what? Mo. <laughs> huh. What I think needs to happen is just we need some more police, or even if not more police, better trained and better, um, better community oriented, and you know, like working for the people kind of police. Uh, currently, as they are right now, um, well, they they have privilege and they are a little fat headed about it, and it's tough to break what you've had for a long time, you know. You know, there was there was one uh, news story that came out in Winnipeg of a of a cop, an off duty officer, and I, I don't remember the the whole the whole trial. Any but anyways, so this yeah, cop job, by the way. Oh fuck yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you know, and honestly, it is. But at the same time, you know, you see some of the shady shit that's done, and I, I really think yeah. And you should be held to a higher standard. Hundred percent. Higher yes, standard. They, should, yeah. they should be it should be the highest form of scrutiny like 
even if like if there's a whiff of something bad happened okay no we you yeah you have well, to look into it and, and i agree that's why i'm not a fan of defunding the police maybe better training more funding the police maybe not more police in general but better trained better you know better checks and balances in place um maybe different equipment so that you know they're not just going well you're dead and well we can't ask you any questions now <laughs> you know like uh i'm just saying it happens sometimes and all i'm not saying all cops are bad because all cops i i have friends who are cops i know cops and um generally speaking they're all a bunch of great bunch of people and they have a tough job and you know, under pressure, sometimes mistakes are made, especially when they're thinking about going home to their wives and kids. And, you know, like if it was you and had the choice to. Do I not shoot this guy or do I die and not go home today is on a lot of a lot of people's minds. And that's a tough call to have to make on a regular basis like you and I don't have to think about that. Thank God. Because that's well, see, it, Yeah. And that's the thing, too, is that they. Yeah. Um, like how, how many times, or not, maybe not how many times, who has never, say when you're driving, something's jumped out and you're, oh my God, and your reflex, you know, you try to go to the brake pedal and you accidentally hit the gas. Not me, because I'm not an idiot. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, not me either. I've, so. I've done it. Okay. There was, I was really young when I was driving, but <laughs> it was back in the day. I wouldn't yeah. do it now, but th but that's Never the thing is sometimes mistakes either. get yeah. mistakes happen, which is the, my point of that. Yeah. But hundred percent, I don't think defunding the police is going to do anything. I don't think that that's right in the slightest. I do believe yes, they need more training, um, especially with dealing with people with either other races or even um, mental illness. Well and they do have some of that training. Like, bear in mind, the people that are lacking all the training are the people that they're dealing with on a daily basis, right? You know, like, is is the the norm? So it's not. It, it just needs to be more. I think they just need to be held to a higher standard. That's why I brought it up. Like a higher standard. They need to be accountable, and not. Uh, that's the biggest thing. Why people are pissed off about it is some guy can you know, shoot somebody, it doesn't matter what race, religion, or creed he is, but somebody shoots somebody and he's on, he's on a paid vacation for the next ball until they figure out the, the investigation, right or wrong. Like whether he were their paid vacation. I well, knew yeah, there well, was a cop. There, like I didn't, pe there's, there's people, exactly. There's cops who have said, you know what? I should have just shot the guy so I could go on vacation. You know, yeah. you know we've heard them say it, which, well, is, which is terrible and unfortunate, but Part of the problem is, is they are under such stress all the time and, and without maybe some support networks like, uh, like I'm assuming there is some PTSD counseling. I'm not a cop, so I don't have access to all of this information. But, uh, you know, if there was more of that to make their jobs more tolerable, um, you know, I think I'm not a fan about defunding. I just think we've given them too much power without uh, having to. I can't even think of the word. Um, ha having to take account of that, you know, and they're and they're just like, well, we're the cops, and we do you do what you tell us to do, vice versa. Like, which is give something. Me, the, give the me whole, your ID. Like, well, I don't need to. Yes, you do, because I'm a cop. Well, why? Because I fucking told you to. Hold on <laughs> a second. 
you know, even even in Canada, like your average normal person is going to be like, uh, go fuck yourself. What? What? (laughs) Wait a second. You know, if you want to talk to me nice and and uh, you're asking me and there's a legitimate reason and stuff other than just being like, well, you're suspicious. Yeah. Which is, you know, like ridiculous. So what? So I'm suspicious. Well, seeing this, that that like the anything, you know, I'm so so I'm in a weird place at a weird time of night. Uh, am I doing anything wrong other than you think it's weird? That's, that's have, have a nice day. Yeah. Bye-bye. That's not how it goes down, though, 99% of the times. Or at least if you would have YouTube say anything about it, that's not how it happens, you know? Yeah. Well, see, no. and it's the, the paid vacation thing, uh, or the paid leave. I shouldn't say vacation. But the paid know, leave thing that leave. really irritates me. Like, many years ago out here there was a cop who had killed a girl while he was uh drunk driving and Mm. that that's the thing he was off for a long time while the hearing was going stuff like that he was paid like it was a paid leave and it was just so infuriating part of our justice system though right like until proven guilty you know what i mean so just like you and me he's innocent and, and, and until proven guilty in the court of law and uh, sometimes that means while well, he's on a paid, I use vacation loosely, but, you know, like he's on administrative duties because, A, he's under investigation, so he can't be doing his regular line of duties. Everybody knows that, which is why they're on either administrative leave, paid or otherwise. But the, the onus is for what I would hope everybody is you are innocent until proven guilty, which is why they don't lose their jobs and are fired immediately because uh, somebody got shot. You know, it needs to be proven that he was in the wrong and, and intentionally meant to kill that guy as opposed to in the line of his duties was, was, you know, allowable in shooting this person for, you know, safety reasons of him or those lives around him. So So there's there's a lot of things to take into that. you know, you can't just say, well, he shot somebody, he should be fired. That, that, uh, can't that's cancel culture right there you know like uh, you, you talked about this before you can't just because somebody uh under pressure made an error of judgment uh erases their whole career of goodness or well there's there, so there's an article that i'm looking up um so a former winnipeg police officer pleads guilty in a fatal 2017 hit and run guess how long he was sentenced for Two and a half years. For a hit and run. Two and a half forking years. Are you I kidding agree. me? I agree. When it comes to anybody dying, uh, penalties should be... It should severe, be maximum. Especially when you're pleading guilty and, and, and it's a clear you did some wrong kind but of stuff. But it's, you know? it's not even the pleading guilty. And it's not even um, the... the just the fact that he had killed somebody it's the fact that it was even or what adds to it is it was a hit and run he killed somebody and he fled which is something Mm -hmm. that is severely punished and you get good time for but this guy he because he was a cop he was drinking and driving he hit somebody killed them ran from the scene and only got two and a half years. I'm sure he didn't even see any jail time. 
They probably have him as like time freaking served. He probably didn't even set foot in the jail. That's a possibility, unfortunately. So here's another one. You know? So this this is this was the article that or the the incident that I was talking about. So there's no jail time for ex-cop who killed a woman in a car crash. So this officer, this piece of shit, Derek Harvey Morden Zink, oh yeah. Uh, to remain free in the community, he will be have to abide by several condition, conditions, including remaining... Holy crap, whoever wrote this, can you please? Re, it's remaining at is one word. Home between eight is one word. PM. I clearly frust... Yeah. So this guy, DUI, slams into a chick, kills her. Doesn't go to jail. Just gets fired. So, it, you know, it's that type of Justice stuff. Served. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I know it's a little, well, if I was the parents of said uh, girl or whoever it was, you know, and that's just it. Like accountability is, is one of the things. It's it's the fact that it, it seems to the public eye in general, whether it's through right or wrong, through the media, through YouTube and whatever, that the cops can get away with murder. Yeah, and, it's, and 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 that should rub everybody the wrong way, including the police. It yeah. really should. Well, it's and those uh, type and, of incidents, is, and that's it, why people are raging against it. Is is for is mostly the accountability. It's not so much that they think they're a gang and they got gang tattoos and blue lives matter and they all got the thin blue line uh, flag and yada yada. Maybe whatever. they do. Maybe they all have their own little tramp stamps. Um. That would be a lot of them do thin blue line do. in the United States, the flag, and they'll fight you over that. Just saying, relevant <laughs> uh, of that fact is is accountability, and and they should be as freaked out about it as while well, the American people are, or the Canadian people. Like, I, I, it's not as common in Canada where they shoot first and ask questions later. It happens, but it's it's not the norm. And we also have a lot less guns in Canada, and it's intentional. But, well, uh, you know, like, you know, well, that, that's that's a tough I can tell you it like day in, day out, like these people have to deal with every time they step out of their car or th their office, they literally could have a life or death scenario on their hands daily, theoretically, especially in a big city, like in a backwater community where I live or maybe you live. Maybe not so much, like crime isn't the norm, but, you know, if you live in New York or any big metropolis area, Canada or otherwise, the every day there's, there's weird dumb shit happening where there, well, there may or may not be a life-threatening situation, you know? Well, yeah. Like, That's there, tough. There, there is, I, I can, like I said, I can see that that argument. I, I can see, yeah, it, it's a hard job, but... I don't know when you when you hear about articles like this. Like this guy was initially charged with refusing a breathalyzer, impaired driving causing yeah. death, and criminal negligence causing death. But those yeah. are all dropped in in uh, because he pled guilty to dangerous driving. Like yeah, like if you want to instill confidence in something, you well, that's because he had a union you, lawyer on his side, exactly. and here they're quite expensive. Exactly. Unlike like you I, or me, I, I, if we had to pay for the same lawyer, we probably couldn't. Yeah, yeah, no, and that's what I like. I've said like this thin, like this blue wall of silence needs to go. No, that that us versus them. Like I've seen videos of cops, you know, saying, you know, some someone is drunk, 
someone is drunk, but they're a cop, and they're, you know what, okay, yeah, I'll let you go. That, that, is, that happens. But then there's other videos that I see cops are like, I, I don't want to do this, but I have to. I have to, because it's, the, the officer literally said, this is being recorded. I have to. Yeah. So it, it's, what I hear is, if this wasn't recording, this wouldn't be a big deal. But because it's being recorded, I have to pull you in. Well, and and what? that happens too. That's it keeps a check on them as well. Like how many? Uh, there's been cops who have uh, forgot to turn their cameras off after an interaction, and were like caught on camera saying, "You know, if this was five years ago, that guy be dead." You'll... So you you mean you you were you wanted to shoot him, but you know you can't right now. Oh. But five years ago, how many people do you shoot five years ago is my question. Well, and, and in terms of that, like, in it could you be know. like a, a retaliatory uh, or um, yeah. a retaliation. What do they call it? I think it's called like a, a retaliation. And, and I think these are the, not the norms. I think these are cases that pop out, especially because the media takes hold of them, right? You know? Yeah. You, you yeah. got to know. The media. <laughs> The media, exactly. You know, if if it's really funny, we make fun of all the Chinese people, and this isn't a Chinese jab um, about Chinese people. You know, they make fun of us for one really key small point. You know, they can't believe that we watch the news all the time because nobody in China, I shouldn't say nobody, but the main populace doesn't watch news. Would you like to know why? Because we don't believe they it. know it's propaganda and they think yeah. it's laughable that we do. Yeah, well, and it's like, propaganda, you know, like like I said last time, the you know the greatest uh, trick that ever devil fuck I always screw it up. The greatest trick the <laughs> devil ever pulled was convincing everyone he didn't exist. Didn't exist is yeah. I never and, come at it from a big biblical angle, but uh, okay. No, but it, it's it's the you know I I use that loosely in well they think that uh, no everything's okay we're telling you the truth. You know, the second part of that quote is, you know, the, the second best thing the devil ever told or trick or the devil ever told was uh, convincing everyone that he was the good guy. So I, I would apply that to media. They think everyone thinks that the media is just giving you the, the straight dope. No, they, they got a narrative to push. Trust me. They, the problem like, with just, the media these days is it's not about news and the truth anymore. It's about ratings and business. They're companies. And they like, will sensationalize any story to get the maximum bang out of it for ratings and then uh, retract later. Like, oh, sorry, we misrepresented that. What we mean to say was this and retract it and carry on. And you see that all the, throughout the media. They'll, they'll, they'll pounce on a story and it's this, 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 and this. And then they're like, oh, hold on a second. Wait a sec. Uh, uh, new information has come to light. And, uh, well. Or they'll suppress it. <laughs> Like, you know, the whole Hunter Biden. Oh, or, yeah, exactly. The story just stops being aired. Nobody talks about it anymore. Yeah, like the Hunter yeah. Biden laptop thing, you know, with all the, the CP on it and, uh, you know, him banging hookers and, you know, doing coke off everything and anything. Him snorting Parmesan cheese. The real question you know? is, why isn't that a story, though? You know, well, like, yeah, yeah, like it, it was a story, but Twitter hit it. Twitter actively hit it. Yes, because that wasn't the agenda. Because the Bidens are the good guys. You got to get Trump out. That was the agenda. You know what? Honestly, the, the whole media thing, it really reminds me of, it's going to sound weird, but it reminds me of Facebook. In the way 
that they have been caught literally manipulating people's Facebook feeds, either doing things like only showing people just negative things to see how it's going to impact their mood or showing only positive things and see that way. So they're literally toying with people's minds. Now you have something like that, that they do on social media. And this is literally like ongoing freaking test thing that they're doing. What do you think the media is doing? That is exactly what they are doing. They're literally only showing you things that they want you to see. They are constantly pushing this COVID. COVID's bad. They need to, everybody to be in hysteria. They need everybody to be scared. They want them to, to do this. They want yeah. to be able to have control of them. You know, all this shit comes out about Biden or Hunter Biden or even Biden. And, you know, nay, nay, let's just sweep that under the rug. Trump, Trump bad. Urgh. You know, so they're just, they're literally, it's everybody is just fucking brainwashing you. That's it. Well, there was a... Uh, World to the story, stop watching the news. Yeah, well, and, and yep. here, here, here's one example of... Uh, of like, By the way, Facebook stuff. is the news. It's it's social media. It's it's the news networks. Well, it's, and it's the biggest one yeah. on the planet, in fact. So, well, so there was... Uh, I, I think I asked you, did you hear about the, the... Is she the mayor or the governor? Governor. I think it's governor of Michigan. Did you hear about that story? What about it? Wait, is this the uh the kidnapping well, I thought it was plot? mayor and they were protesting outside her house and uh she decided to make that illegal and now she has patrols outside her house and you can't go outside her house? Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if that was the thing, but no, there oh, was I could be talking about something totally different. Sorry, there was a bad. there was a kidnapping plot to kidnap the governor, Governor mm. Gretchen Whitmer. You wanna hear the wanna hear the super cool thing? All right, you you're ready to hear about uh, you know, the a pro for defund the police. Wait, hold on. Out. I gotta get my Tim file hat. No, no, this was this has I'm been proven. Bro. This has been this is this is the crazy part. It's provable. Out of the 18 people, 12 of them worked for the FBI. So six people. At like at, at what point does it mm. become does the does Coercion. the idea? Well, at what time does at what point does it become entrapment when it's yeah. twelve people? The, there's more people concocting a plan than the people that are actually concocting the plan. Yeah, right. It was the FBI. Twelve uh, agents infiltrated this six-man militia, and were starting to feed the idea of kidnapping this chick. Kidnapping so they were the, the two governor. thirds of the plan at this point. Exactly. <laughs> and so then the FBI said, "Oh, we stopped a kidnapping plot." It's like you, you, you did it. You set it up. <laughs> Are you kidding yeah. me? Dead serious. Dead serious. Well, and they. The funny oh. thing is, is these people on. In some cases, this is how they justify it. Um, probably couldn't uh, do their plan on all by themselves. Oh, there but was... we're only enabled to do so with the help of an agency of some kind to entrap them into it. Yeah, but there was... all by themselves, if they were to just monitor from the outside and not get involved, probably couldn't have evolved their plan. Not to say that people couldn't do it. There are absolutely some that could, hence the warranting of them uh, investigating them. Yeah, but, there was... Uh... There but also... actively trying to get them to, to 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 move forward with their plan is the weird part about it. 
yeah, like like I said, at what point are is it the only reason this like and I've seen lawyers talk about it and they were saying the the argument would be at what point leading like, the witness is, well, yeah, yeah. like are are you entrapping like you're dangling the carrot and making them walk forward into the trap. Yeah. And you know, like there was there without was, um, you there, would they have even walked forward? Would there have been a trap? Would yeah. they have followed through? Uh, well, we saw what they were talking and posting, but maybe not. But certainly if you give them the, if you enable them to do so, whether it's through equipment or financing or, or just, just body the help, we need 12 more guys. <laughs> yeah. And in the well, you know? well you, you, I'm sure you've heard, you guys have heard of stories of, uh, there was, uh, what is the FBI agents ended up, uh, they were coercing this, uh, this, this, uh, this kid was mentally challenged in high school to peddle drugs and they kept pushing and pushing and pushing. And then he, he finally does it. And I guess the, the chick that he was with was a police informant or whatever. And they ended up charging the kid. So they got him the drugs and they were pushing this kid to sell drugs over and over. And then they say, Oh, look, we stopped uh, we stopped a drug pusher. It's like, you, you did it. You I don't did know it. the story you're talking about, but that's clear entrapment right there. Especially if they're, they're handicapped and, you know, not of their full faculty. Uh, it's, you know, it's it, it, like, it's stuff like that. Like, I think, you know, a lot of these kind of, you know, they have to justify their job and I'll, I'll see if I could find the, uh, but should they, should they have to, they shouldn't have to justify their job. You know, they, they should be there for a legitimate reason to uh, ferret out like nefarious things happening on home soil or abroad that can affect, uh, well, everybody, you know, like I think is what they should be doing, you know. Jesse the, the problem is, is a lot of people see them as, you know, not like not only doing that, but they're trying to subvert Americans or Canadians and how they act and how they think and what they should or should not be doing. So here we go. Which is why a lot of people are a little freaked out about it. They want some, they want some accountability and some, you know what? Uh, I hate to use this because you hear it all the time, but you're, you're a public servant and uh, I'm a taxpayer and a little bit of transparency is what I think a lot of people need. Like, where are my taxpayer dollars going? This, like, this is how much I pay for taxes. How much of it went to, how much of it went to the the military fund? How much of it went to uh, wherever? Like, even if it's only a small breakdown, it doesn't have to be like to the penny or anything. I know that's a little unrealistic, but that, that's why I keep segueing back to the accountability. Is uh, people just don't trust what the government and the officials are doing with their money and their resources in general. You so, know, and, uh, and want, I want some transparency, you know, like what are you doing to help us and why? Shit. Now on Sonberg. Well, and that's just a me thing, you know, like I can't speak for every Canadian or every American, you know, I'm just expressing an opinion, but. Hold on, I'm yeah. trying to find this thing again. Crap, I freaking lost it. Um, so it, it, he was an autistic child or an autistic teen that was pushed by police to sell drugs. And then once he did, well, they charged him with selling drugs. So, yeah. yeah. 
Like, well, also that, that type of stuff. There's, there's shades of autistic too, right? You know, like, did, does he have Asperger's and he has uh, problems with authority and uh, et cetera? Or is he like full on nonverbal, you know, like, not that that makes a huge difference, but, you know, like, I can say somebody with Asperger's generally has control of his or her faculties, even though they uh, don't like to agree with authority. Uh, so this is from uh, so this is from the Washington Post. Uh, so uh, I guess he he was looking for he was trying to get to class and uh, so Jesse, nearly six feet tall, glanced down to scan uh, a kid's heart shaped face and seeing the corners of his mouth were turned up. Jesse relaxed a bit. The kid introduced himself himself as Daniel Briggs. Daniel told told Jesse that he too was new to Caporal, whatever high school. Uh, he just moved from Redlands, blah, blah, blah. Jesse. Uh, though it smacks of, uh, oh, uh, Jesse answered his sl- in his slow monotone. Every word stretched out and articulated, blah, 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 blah. Hell, oh, Operation Jump Street. Undercover drugs occur in, in high schools with surprising frequency. Oh, sorry. Uh, with, uh, self- Consciously dopey names like Operation D minus and naturally Operation Jump Street. The elaborate stings in which adult undercover officers go to great lengths to pass an authentic teens turning in homework and during detention, attending house parties, and using current slang, having Googled the terms beforehand to ensure the coordinate, blah blah blah. So yeah, I, I would say look into this story because yeah, the, the cops pushed for uh for this kid to sell drugs. Oh, here it is right here. A particularly heartbreaking slice of drug war insanity in which an undercover police oper- uh, police fuck undercover police operation targeted an, <laughs> on a, an autistic kid who was merely looking for friends. How like, dude, it's stuff like that that says, you know what? Get rid of them. Yeah, but uh, is, is that the exception or the rule is the real issue? Like the, there may be a few bad apples. That oh. absolutely are a few bad apples. I don't know, but that but, like but you can't you can't thing. say all all police and well you're right and there was more than one officer involved if that was the case exactly so and that's and that's just, not good. This wasn't just one guy. Like if it was like a lone wolf, you know, like but a rogue because cop. of that though, you can't think that all cops are doing that. That's that that's not right. No, no, but it, you know, it's it's that kind of like. Someone it rubs me the wrong it. way too. It should rub yeah. everybody the wrong way, including the police. They should, and it probably did. Like, did those did those officers come under fire at all? Like for anything? Yeah, I don't I, know. I, I'm not familiar with the story, so I don't know. Is not the school rules or judge rules? School district is not liable of a special ed. I assume it's student. Yeah, special ed student in drug sting. Well, so well the of course they're not liable. Problem, they but... didn't have anything to do with him or the police setting him up. They're, of course they're not liable. That's that's irrelevant. That's what they mm-hmm. told you to stop thinking about why and who. <laughs> yeah. So the school did not directly work with the uh, sheriff's department to deliberately target him. In yeah, addition, but, so yeah. so why why did the police force and what happened to them? Like once they realized. Oh, this guy is mentally deficient, and I don't know to what capacity. Like that, autistic is 
it's a spectrum and that's why it's called a spectrum because it's wide there's there's a lot of variables that come into that uh, it's but, you know uh, but this is this is the type of stuff when the like the war on drugs like like what what are you justifying here really you're you're gonna lock up a an autistic kid well, that's why Canada legalized pot because we realized as Canadians we're sorry, eh? and it's laughable. Everything you, you should be legal. Be. I think everything should be legal. I think all. I, drugs I don't know about everything. I disagree everything. with everything. If if it everything. grows out of the ground in your backyard or your neighbor's yard, I think it's permissible. No, um, I think I think it all but, should be illegal from from weed all the way up to heroin. I think we should actually take a serious look. At these types of drugs, I've seen they. Well, I'd they, like to know what's in your medicine cabinet in the bathroom. Then, I, <laughs> you know, is is my question. I bet you, a lot of people. I I can tell you, my mom included. Um, I I'd, I'd like to smoke me some cannabis. I've never lied about that. Uh, my second drug of choice is alcohol. I love that as well. Um. But uh, I can tell you, uh, half of my family members that disagree with either or both of those take more drugs on a daily basis than I ever have, ever. Yeah, ever, but it, ever, ever. I, like I haven't. Like I, I've smoked weed. I didn't like how I felt on it. I don't know. Maybe it's just the strain. But I, you know what? People should be free to make their own decisions. There has agreed. Been a lot. You should have a choice. There has been a lot of scientific information coming out with drugs that that have help, actually helped, um, uh, like uh, military, you know, personnel coming back. You know from, what's like, illegal about me smoking stuff. weed? Because the pharmaceutical uh, companies don't get a cut. Well, exactly about that. Yeah, but the <laughs> so, but so with uh, like um, military personnel have come back like PTSD, and they've done some. Some tests. I can't remember what, what was it. Was it with LSD? Was it LSD? And they've shown like their PTSD has virtually disappeared. Which you know, but these guys would be considered criminals because of, I. I think I, I honestly I think it, it should all be open. I think prostitution should be legal. I think all drugs should be legal. Hundred uh, percent. That's. I think. I mean. I think I'm going to draw the the line for me personally. I don't think all drugs should be legal. I think I that agree. there are certain ones that do have um, some good benefits. Um, and I'm trying to remember the soldiers thing. I'm pretty sure, yes, it is LSD. But there's also shrooms have had good properties with people who have had. That's what I was, I was thinking of that. I was like, it might be shrooms. Yeah. But... You know, I think that there are some that have their benefits, but there are some, like if you were to make it legal, let's just say you make heroin legal, and then our kid decides, oh, hey, I'm going to try that. It's legal, so I can try it. And then they get hooked on it. Like, stuff like that, crystal meth, heroin, I don't think those things should be legal. I think if they, they have some sort of, um, if if those things which they don't, but if those things had some sort of medicinal properties or some sort of therapeutic properties that could help, then maybe have it legalized only in medi medical professional uh, administering it. That is yeah, it. And only for therapeutic reasons. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But I, I'm, I'm going to say I don't agree with the legalizing everything. I think certain things, I, I yes, agree. but not everything. Would be legalizing it. Is putting it into a medical or a a therapeutic setting. 
I don't know. I just I think people should have the freedom to do what they want to do with their bodies. Well, then, I also like, agree with you there. I will give you that. I'm like, I'm a fan <laughs> of I'm a fan of personal freedoms. You know, you should be able to be you regardless like, of other people's opinions and vice versa. Like they, they should be allowed to be them, even though I disagree or agree and vice versa is my opinion. Yeah. We, we I should mean, all be allowed to make our own choices about everything, our own choices. We should be allowed to do that. I mean, yes, I do agree with the fact that we should be able to make our own choices. hundred percent. However, I mean, with, with the legalizing and stuff like that, um, like you said, if medical medical professionals administer it, then it would have to be legalized. Well, okay, but then there needs to be some sort of guidelines. It can't, I don't think that things should just be completely legalized and everybody can just go willy-nilly and just go to the drugstore and go get some crystal meth and whatever. Well, I don't like think that that's now. okay. Like marijuana in Canada, it's still regulated to the point where, oh, you know, yeah. there's, you can't, there's there's certain ways you can package stuff and you can't have a potency beyond x for products a b c d and uh you know there there should be otherwise you know it's a free for all for everybody all the time it's free market for well whatever well <laughs> you know? what is what is the concern with drugs is you know it's not that you buy cocaine it's what's cocaine laced with you know they put baby powder they put fentanyl in it they put you know, they, they put drain clean. They, they put all this other types of shit. You don't forget cutting with it. Uh, soda. If you've ever watched how it's actually made, like pure cocaine, pure cocaine by itself is pretty it messed up. Plant. It comes from a Chemically plant. Chemically speaking. Like, <laughs> no, it's not just from a plant. Like they, they soak it in diesel fuel and there's oh, battery yeah, yeah. acid poured in. And, That's right. And yeah. uh, then, uh, you know, like it's, it's, it's more complicated than oh you're just so I know I'm looking at him like it. really it came from a plant can, hey, that's hey. where it came from it's a drug today because in the past uh, uh, shaman made tea out of it and it did funny things to people and ph- pharmaceutical companies got a hold of that and patented it and uh, and are making cabillions and disseminated a proper chemical way to extract the maximum potency out of the plant instead of you just having some tea and a good time <laughs> well I, so okay so i was looking it up it's uh so i guess they've they've looked into mdma ketamine lsd and psilocybin in order to help alleviate ptsd and okay so it was lsd okay PTSD, well psilocybin is mushroom. yeah psilocybin is mushrooms yeah yeah okay, so we're both then <laughs> but you know and, and like there's like the reason with with drugs is they work like they do something and I think we need to we need to understand how can we utilize it how can like you know maybe maybe some things maybe like something like LSD you sound like you need to work for a pharmaceutical company because they are (laughs) they're already a step or two ahead of you there bro (laughs) but the thing is finding ways that you can utilize them I'm all for that but the thing is, is like my point when people start screaming, okay, well, let's legalize this. <laughs> it's, it's opening too many doors for stupid people. 
Like people who are just going to be using it because, oh, I want to escape reality, so I'm going to do this, and they get all hooked on it, and then they start doing dumb shit to just try to get money for their habits and whatnot. Like it's it it's a big. That's a reality right now, though. Well, exactly, and I feel that, like it, it would make it worse personally. But if if you're legalizing it to use it for, say, medicinal reasons purposes whether it's to help with mental illness or trauma or whatever and it's administered safely in safe doses by a medical professional then with that i would be all for it well and yeah there there's i guess that kind of that argument but again i just something strong like if we're talking lsd and and etc like something like cocaine something hard yes Uh, somebody wants to go out and pick a plant from their backyard and roll it up into a big fat stogie and enjoy themselves or uh, eat that mushroom on the thing. It, it grows out of the ground. And uh, I think regulation on that is a little silly. The well, only regulation that's involved is because somebody else wants to make more money at it and is trying to not allow the general populace to do so. Look Marijuana, at, look at for they, example, has been, yeah. AMP has been illegal for years, not only because it, it, it under it undercut the pharmaceutical industry but it also undercut like papers and textiles yeah because hemp that grows william you, Randall you can do Kirk. crops a year instead of like trees and forests like we can make the same products Look that shit up. out of hemp uh, that we do for paper for textiles for all of that and, and and it's sustainable we can grow that it grows like a weed in fact that's why it's called weed Unlike the trees that we cut down, et cetera, it's there's there's a lot of uses for it, medicinal or otherwise. Like uh, like William, like I, I was just saying to Kim, William Randolph Hearst, he uh, he owned the paper press or he had owned uh, paper mills, and he wanted to outlaw hemp, which is the non psychoactive part of the cannabis plant. Yeah. So he pushed to have the hemp fiber and, of it, in fact, yeah, which is an, an insanely strong material i know i make necklaces out of it it's it's a fantastic material (laughs) for for textiles for for building material for for like i can tell you if if we shifted away from lumber and wood to more hemp weedy kind of crops i could tell you it, it while it grows like a weed it's like it's like they use bamboo in asia for scaffolding because yeah. why they can literally go in the backyard and it you can cut it and set it up it's right there it's readily available it grows fantastically fast in, yeah. in a wide range of environments and can be used for so many things and that's why they don't like it in fact is because they can't they can't go well i patently object to that and uh, we need to control it well, it's, you can't. Uh, it, it can grow anywhere. Anybody can do it. That's why they needed to control it. I always get holes in my my nipples. I have a hole in my shirt at my Lots nipple. Of piercing. What does that have to do with? No, anything? which is weird because he used to have piercings there, but he doesn't have them anymore. But literally, all of his t-shirts always end up getting a hole in his nipple. I think that you get cold a lot when you're driving and i think you just have like super hard like diamond nips 
That's oh my god, I, I love this truck and stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> He's sitting there just driving around. His diamond nips just cutting his shirt open. <laughs> See, I, I, I got 18 this. wheels and that's this, okay. So I have a I have a hole like right above, like right where the collar is, because that's literally right where the seatbelt sits. So it, that I you'll notice on a lot of my older shirts, there's a hole right there. It's on the left side where the seatbelt strap crossed. Yeah, yeah. But my nipple. What the fuck? What, is, what the fuck? What, how, did, how did we get from defunding the police to your was... nipple in your truck? <laughs> I, I, looked at my, I was looking down at my shirt and I have a hole on my nipple. What the? Uh, pictures or I... video and, or it didn't happen, bro. Oh, it told me it happened. Oh, or, oh, I was going to hulk it, but. But yeah. No, Have we I'm... officially gone off track? Oh. So that's a conversation. That's what a we conversation went, do. Yeah, we went we passed the defund the police a little bit ago. Multiple, multiple we were just drugs. talking about drugs. We went from defund the police to talking about psilocybin. And, and now your nippleitis. Now my nipples don't post that because the internet won't. I won't. I won't. I wanted a picture, so I'm going to send him a picture. Or it didn't happen, bro. <laughs> But yeah, no, I'm, I don't know. I, I think getting the, like, well, if you, if you look at how marijuana was rolled out by the government, they screwed, like they almost made the, the, the drug, like the, the illegal scene more money because they screwed it up. They taxed it so freaking high. They screwed it up. It's not well, uh... initially. Yes. But I've, I've, I can tell you personally, I've seen those prices come to a little bit of more parity well hopefully and, and yeah i guess in, in terms of like and like the packaging like remember when we bought it was like the plastic container wrapped in plastic and then the weed that was inside it was wrapped in plastic like what the f come on okay because you... okay, we're going on a complete tangent i'm gonna tell you why as a <laughs> as a pot smoker uh only in this last year have i switched from the black market to the gray or good market. And black I can market. tell you, well, no, I say black market because I wasn't buying it from the government or, you know, in <laughs> I know, it just sounds funny. <laughs> um, and I was going to the regular guy as usual because it was a cheaper and uh, yeah. a noble quantity. But it's gotten a lot better. And I got to say, I no longer. Uh, deal with my regular guy. I'm not buying from a government warehouse either. <laughs> it tends to be online, but the quality is a little better, uh, generally speaking. But the interesting thing is the is the the plethora of flavors. You know, instead of yeah. well, this is what I got. I can choose well uh, a dozen different flavors of whatever flavor you're after. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that is what has switched me to the online market as opposed to my regular dude. Oh, yeah. No, I, I could, uh, I could just totally the see variety, that. like the variety, you know? Yeah. No, and it's, uh, and they're like, never out. Sometimes your dealer just don't got none. And, well, yeah. I can tell you that the online stores, they don't run out. That's a fact. Well, and like, and I remember seeing that there was one place in Colorado that was, uh, making like, chocolate bars and stuff and they sounded yep. incredible like just the sounds it was like you know like 
CBD like Rocky Road or something like that, and all like strawberry shortcake and all. Oh, that's like, like every I, every pot strand name ever. That's yeah, how they like, do it. <laughs> it it sounded incredible. Like I would just eat those if they didn't have weed in them. Like I can't because you know I'm a federally employed kind of industry, but. God's Man, green crack. I, yeah, I'd like to try some of that. <laughs> yeah, like and it, it's it's That's a funny crazy stuff, it's a crazy plant. I don't know. It's uh, it is nice to see that it is kind of coming back and people are starting to build with it and it's totally changing. I, I think people are 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 kind of opening up to you know to it a lot more, at least in in like the Western countries. But it's yeah, uh, yeah. Oh shit. Oh, all right. I might be ahead of that bell curve. I'm just saying. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's pack this thing up. I think we've been going for uh, almost three hours. Two hours and forty minutes. Pretty close. Cool. <laughs> Who's counting? Who's counting? <laughs> I I can only see it because I'm recording. He's <laughs> looking at the clock. Well, it's it sounds a, it's like a, a faction fire. warfare match right there. Home <laughs> Are you ever get a drop? Watching in the clock spin. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Spinning hamster wheel of doom, something about that. Hey, way off topic, just because why not? Um, do you guys remember, uh, or did any of you ever watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Yeah, when I was yes. a kid. Unfortunately. Okay. Do you remember the Don't guy who played Xander? What? Yes, Xander. He's like the main dude. Uh, right? Okay. The vampire dude? No, the, the goofy friend. Yeah. There was a Willow Xander Buffy. Okay. The real main dude, not not the cool pretty dude. Yeah. <laughs> so this guy, which is funny because like he was in Buffy and then I had also seen him in Criminal Minds a little bit. This guy, I tell you, he is like way off the deep end. Like he just recently got arrested after um allegedly using false information to obtain prescription drugs. He had prescription drugs listed under different names uh, when the police had pulled him over. He's 50 now, which he looks like a mess. Oh, my God. He's got, like, long gray hair. He looks so scraggly. But you can still see that, obviously, that Xander face in there. But he has been, um, like, he he well, lied to the police, but he's been pulled over um, multiple times. For many different things. He had had a pill bottle in his vehicle when they pulled him over. He looked a little sketch. So they started looking through his um, vehicle uh, and found uh, amphetamine salts and something else. They don't really say like, it was some sort so of crystal meth. <laughs> yeah, right. Amphetamine salts, what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then he was also right now serving a three-year probation sentence after pleading guilty last year for a misdemeanor of domestic battery for allegedly attacking his girlfriend in a California hotel room. Um, and it's not Wait, the first run. Was he trying to suck her blood? No. Inquiring minds want to know. <laughs> no. I, I, you know, my my guess is he was trying to suck up that uh, that woman plug and. Give me Ugh. a red wing. Oh God, that's just nasty. Oh, see, I wasn't trying to go. Did, did I? I know. Fear that. <laughs> well, how is My that? Bad. 
That is so messed up. That is literally the second, I've never heard that before, but that is the second time I've heard that in two days. One was from Michael and the other one was from you. Red Wings is where you take the well, Yeah, but I've literally like, never heard that before. And I've heard it twice in two days. Like, in, <laughs> it's just crazy. But anyway, so with all this, it isn't his first run-in with the law. In 2015, he pled guilty to criminal mischief after he allegedly grabbed his girlfriend by the throat, stole her car keys, and smashed her cell phone. And he was arrested four times that year and entered rehab in June for substance abuse, depression, alcoholism. Uh, In October 2015, he also checked into another treatment center for depression. Like, this guy is just, it's a little sad. You want, to, um, well, you want another if you one? Look up any young uh, actors or actresses who started at a young age. It's not an uncommon story, unfortunately. Yeah. Here, here's another one. Sean, you remember Sean Wise from? You remember the goalie from Mighty Ducks? Yeah. Oh yes, yeah. I love that. Take a look show. at him. That show. Take a look. Show. There, there's so many though you know like that's what i mean that's a whole youtube channel like where are where were they and where are they now like oh my god like, look no at he doesn't even <laughs> look like him he was and a child cute stars kid are the worst the youngest ones are the worst of the bunch how this that's guy because... oh my god this guy isn't even that much older than me i feel like he's probably in his 40s trying to remember how old they were when or whatever it's irrelevant but this guy he was such a cute kid and now he looks like a meth head oh google you do fantastic i was gonna say google's a wonderful thing yeah you can find out anything if you spend some time and google it 42 in fact there's people their whole job is to spend all day googling everything to find out as much about everything that anybody wants to know about anything oh no it's just it uh you know listening and predictive uh yeah yeah also, uh, uh, this is how you program your AI. <laughs> oh fuck yeah! No, it's That's uh, sad. Yeah, like he was kind of old, be afraid little kid. Now he's all old and creepy and drug riddled. He looks like, so much older than he is. Like he literally looks like he's like late seventies now. Like that's how oh. rough he looks. It's horrible. It's amazing yeah. what drugs will do to you. Like, it just absolutely destroys you. But yeah, while mm. I was waiting for you uh, for us to do the podcast, I started looking stuff up on my entertainment garbage that I love. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I happened to it. see this. I was like, not Sander. civilization pandemic right there is our, our love of media is, yep. is a fact. <laughs> see, but I'm, I don't know. I don't believe, like, media news um how do i say this oh yeah but like it's, real it's life okay times. well like like said, entertainment's it's, it's real life too, but... it's facebook it's twitter yeah it's but your, that's that's you know, different stuff i have an only fans account and uh subscribe <laughs> and, yeah uh, but that's that's different stuff though like that kind of media i don't i, I think it's all bullshit but i'm a sucker for like entertainment like about the stars and stuff like that like yeah. your movie stars and Inquiring your celebrity like news there we go <laughs> celebrity news is way different than actual news and media like this is celebrity shit but yeah i don't know it's just a little sad sad to see yeah. xander went on that route 
Yeah, there was, I remember seeing um, one of my friends, well, I shouldn't say friends. It was a girl I knew in high school. I added her on, well, she added me on Facebook, and then she, she writes some fucking useless blog about useless shit. Oh, that one. <laughs> yeah, and, and, you know, Butterface? No, no. No, someone else. Relax, okay? But no, she. Uh, and she play nice now because, you know, somebody might be watching your vlog and listening to it going, what the actual TF? Well, but so she. Uh, and I love you guys. Yeah. I'm not dissing you. I'm just <laughs> no, but she. Whatever. I don't give a shit. No, she. Uh, she writes a blog and it was about. Um, what was the, the dude? The dude in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Not. not Spike. Not, James Marsden, know. or are you talking about the guy who played Angel? The oh, what was his name? Josh. His real name? No. Uh, I I don't know. It doesn't really matter. But there was accusations that he was an David asshole. David Berenias or something like that. Whatever, it doesn't matter. But it, there were allegations that he was an asshole or something like that, and people were like, "Oh, he ruined my, you know, I thought he was such a good guy, and all this stuff, and my world is destroyed." fuck up they're actors like they get paid to play pretend <laughs> fuck they're just yeah. seeing people just got so offended by it it was just well not even uh... offended people fall in love with characters uh online and uh in movies and are like oh my god yeah she's the best thing ever and in real life well no that that was her character in said movie and she's maybe can relate to that, which is why she played it really well, but is nothing like that at all, or he, or whatever they identify as, you know. Oh, God, a toaster. Fucking toaster. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get the hell out of here. All right, well, thanks, guys, for coming. Jimmy's no longer in the chat here, but he is listening. I guess he got disconnected again. Thank you, Jimmy, for coming. And Major, thanks for making a appearance. That was nice. A late appearance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fashionably late. Is it fashionable? Or yeah. Yeah, I'd say just so. fucking late. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it definitely is. That's okay. Um, I think we said all the jazz at the beginning. Like, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Yeah, no, you can say it again and check us out on. Uh, um, God, what are we on? Page- It'll be in the link. <laughs> in the description yeah, below <laughs> we're everywhere YouTube, leave it to the woman look to something. the links down below subscribe and hit like yeah. love you guys yeah leave us comments uh, tell us what you want us to bitch about or I'll, uh, i'd like or more I'll pictures be- and video that's what i would like or i'll uh <laughs> i'll just keep complaining about you know government sucks and uh yeah and uh the, you know our whole money system is is destroyed so if you guys want to hear about that <laughs> <laughs> should, we, should we leave on like Rage Against the Machine? Fuck you! I, I want Ugh. you to tell me just just for some shenanigans. Well, I don't know. No, I, I can't. Can rage I can. for the machine. <laughs> rage on behalf of the machine. Yeah. <laughs> All right. With that, let's uh, let's wrap this up. All right. Good night, guys. Thanks for listening, and we will see you later. Bye.